Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Rise and grind, ladies and gentlemen. It's about to get bumpy. Time to attack and dominate. This is Morning Juice with Brandon Beam and Bobby Carpenter. And here we go on a Tuesday, attacking and dominating our way to 9 a.m. every single weekday morning right here on The Fan. Brandon Beam. The General Bobby Carpenter, and of course our fearless leader and producer, Mark the Shark General. We've made our way to a Tuesday. What's going on, man? Good to talk to you. Oh, it's great to talk to you, Beamer. Uh, got some you know, good news, some bad news today, some highs, some lows. A little bit of everything to kind of dive on through here as we're pushing on through the early part of February. Yeah, for sure, man. It was, uh, you know, I wake up every morning, uh, head downstairs, you know, make sure that I look appropriate to walk out the door, and that's usually just in gym shorts and a t-shirt, uh, throw a hat on, uh, brush my teeth, and kind of walk out the door in the morning. And uh, in that time, I scroll social media like as soon as I wake up, see if anything kind of broke overnight or what happened in the late games. And then there's sometimes it's like, oh, that's not that's not great. And uh, this morning I was scrolling around, I saw a statement put out by Toby Keith passed away uh, late last night or early this morning at the age of 62. So that's some tough news to wake up to this morning. Yeah, you uh, dropped that out to me. Yeah, stomach cancer. I knew he'd been sick and. Yeah, he was older than what a lot of people maybe thought, but not old enough to be in, in that realm where you think you'd be losing him. So very, very unfortunate there, you know, two days after the Grammys uh, that he passes away. And a guy that was a very successful uh, artist, big fan of football, college football as well. So Big diehard Sooner, right? Yeah, diehard Sooner fan. Yeah. So it's uh, that's going to be a tough one. Absolutely, man. I think... Um... I think I should have been a cowboy was like my the first country song I think I ever listened to and retained like listening to that and like because I mean when did that come out like early nineties didn't it? Um, it's a great question. I would say it came out probably mid nineties if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was early. Uh, I'd say mid nineties, but ninety three. There you go. Good yeah. for you. I didn't hear it till I was in college. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear it until the mid mid two thousands. But uh, good song. Saw him perform live here back at Old Polaris. Got some great stories about that. Um, some awesome stuff with Schlags about him staggering around in there. But it was uh, it was fun. It was a fun show. But heck, that was twenty years ago now. So yeah, the untimely passing of Toby Keith. So that's that's a bummer as well. Yeah, it was really a big bummer to wake up to this morning. How was your Monday? All right, that was good. You know, had some hoops practice. Uh, ran around, got some things done. You know, just uh, trying to get everything going here. I'm leaving tomorrow. Print out my itinerary for the yeah. trip. Uh, figure out what bases and everything we're going toward to and what I need to pack. So going to try to do some of that tonight and then uh, get ahead of the game for tomorrow. Are you going to get to talk to uh, Gary Sinise? I, I'm guessing that he's going to be there. It doesn't say. Uh, it's through the Gary Sinise, uh, the Gary Sinise Foundation. Uh, so I'm guessing that he will be there, Beam. For that, we're going to go to a couple different bases Oh, goodness, as I look through here and I had them all. Oh, that's power-packed, buddy. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this oh, itinerary. Yeah. I mean, when you do these things. Uh, Tinker Air Force Base is one of the stops. Uh, Fort Sill is another stop. And then the final one is Altus Air Force Base as well. So those are the three uh, bases we'll be going to. 
and uh, getting some things done for the folks. Oh, awesome, man. I'm excited for you that you're going to get that done leaving tomorrow afternoon. You'll be on the show today. Well, obviously you're here And today. tomorrow morning. And tomorrow morning. Uh, so that should be very fun. I'm looking forward to that uh, for you. We got an awesome show lined up for you here this morning. Uh, who will the Buckeyes be looking at if Bill O'Brien's going to take that Boston College job? We're going to get into that coming up here uh, in our next segment. Just throw out a, a name of guy. Just the classic internet thing of just dudes naming guys. We're just going to do that. Who the possibility could be if Bill O'Brien takes that job. So we'll get into that. Yeah, if like someone told me last night it was a done deal. I'd heard yesterday during the day it was more 50-50. But the longer it goes and he's not formally announced, I'd say it's better for Ohio State. But uh, we'll see ultimately what happens. Yeah, so Pete Thamel tweeting out yesterday that they have it scheduled for this week's two rounds of in-person candidate interviews. The first round coming today. So... Uh, again, I mean, he's as tied into college football as to what's going on. So if they haven't had interviews yet, then who knows what's going to happen. But that's what Pete Thamel tweeting out. So we'll get into that in a little bit here coming up in our next segment. Schlegs, he's going to pop by at seven, excuse me, 635 here this morning. Dive into a little bit of the Super Bowl at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. Bobby Mack, he's going to join us at 720. We'll talk some jackets with him. Kevin Noon, Buckeye Huddle, he's going to join us at 735, talk some Buckeyes. Uh, and then Uncle Bo, he's going to pop by as he does every single Tuesday coming up here at 835. Before we get into anything else today, it is Tuesday, the 6th day of February 2024. Time for Today in History. Time to get smarter. Morning Juice presents Today in History. Here's your professor, Bobby Carpenter. Sponsored by Dr. Mark Levy. If you're snoring and not sleeping, call Dr. Mark Levy at 1-800-MORE-SLEEP. All right, Bob. Big day, buddy. Tuesday. What do you got lined up for us today? It is a huge day, Beamer. It is Tuesday, February 6th, the first Tuesday of the month. It'll be a whole weekend of February next week. Wow. And that normally means we're a quarter of the way done over this year, though, we're just a little bit under a quarter. So we get that bonus day. Get that little extra day hanging the in there. The 29th day of the year will be hitting us. Uh, the state's 1778. Uh, Treaty of Alliance with France acknowledging the existence of the U.S. Uh, so then the Eng- Eng- English declared war on France at that point. And the United States was being acknowledged as a sovereign nation by one of the most powerful nations at the time. Uh, this date, 1952. Queen Elizabeth II becomes Queen of England. Jeez. So just passing away fairly recently. What was that, about a year and change ago? Mm, a couple years ago, I think. Yeah, maybe think, two years right? ago. Yeah, 2022. Just saw where Charles uh, has come down with stomach cancer as well, yeah. speaking of Toby Keith. Yep. Uh, but think about that, 1952, that's pretty sh- pretty close after World War II. I long think. may she reign. Yeah, she reigned for quite a long time, 70 years. Uh, this day, 1959, in Cape Canaveral, the first ICBM is successfully successfully fired. ICBM beam stands for... Intercontinental Ballistic Missile. Good job. You get the gold star for the day. Good. Just don't ask me what number president people are. That's all right. But you do know the ICBM, though. Uh, this day, 1965, My Girl by The Temptations. It's number one. This is great. That's a good one. Goodness, what a banger here. A cloudy this, day. We've had sunshine a lot, though, B. We, we have. Been, I'm not complaining at all. It's been good. Uh, this day, 1967, Muhammad Ali TKO's Ernie Terrell in the 15th round uh, to bring home the heavyweight title of the world. This day, 1982, we should hopefully have enough time to get this in this uh, early morning. Jay Giles' band, Centerfold, starts its six-week run at number one. 
42 years ago today. That's a great song. How about this one? Oh, it's the centerfold is tremendous. Uh, this day, 1988, Michael Jordan makes his signature dunk from the free throw line, inspiring the Jumpman logo. That's right. Pretty iconic deal. I'd say it's one of the most iconic things we got going. Yeah. I mean, when you're immortalized with an icon that everybody can uh, remember, that's pretty big. And then on this date, 2005, Super Bowl 39, the New England Patriots win their third Super Bowl in four years over the Philadelphia Eagles. Welcome back to Jacksonville, Florida. And again, welcome to Super Bowl number 39, the New England Patriots. The Philadelphia Eagles, Joe Bach along with Troy Aikman and Chris Collinsworth. Super Bowl 39 will be the first Super Bowl tied after three quarters of play. 14-14 with a quarter to go. Rabel is in. Holstein is blocking for Dillon. Corey Dillon, touchdown New England. Down the middle of the field and the pass is picked off by Harrison. In the 60s, you think of Green Bay. In the 70s, the Steelers. In the 80s, the San Francisco 49ers. The Cowboys in the 90s. And the New England Patriots will be the first dynasty of the 21st century. And it's another three-point victory for the New England Patriots in a Super Bowl. It threw me off when he goes, uh, Joe Buck here with Troy Aikman and Chris Collinsworth. That was threw me for a loop. Three banger, first a dynasty of the 21st century and the second, putting together another three banger run there about 10 years later. Chiefs staking their claim for the third. They are. Uh, some birthdays today. The third vice president of the Ohio- of the United States of America, born on this date, 1756. Being you, the third VP was John Quincy Adams. Uh, no. Uh, Mr. Aaron Burr. Mr. Aaron Burr. Sir. Yeah. How gun, about that? Gun down our guy. Alexander Hamilton. Back back in the day when they used to solve problems the old-fashioned way. Take Let's take outside. it outside. Uh, this date, born on this date, 1895, one of the great hitters of all time. They called him George Herman Ruth Shark, better known as... Are you asking me, Bob? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That if would be Babe. Who there is Baby go. Ruth? Who is Baby Ruth? Born on this date, 1895. Ronald Reagan, born on this date, 1911. What number president was he being? Uh, Reagan. Let's see. Let's work this backwards. 40. 40. There you go. Look at that. Hey! That's the first one you got right. It, it really wild. is. It really it's is. Good Re- I do. Okay. Recently. Recent uh, history. Mike Farrell turning 85 today. Uh, Actor, longtime actor, was in MASH, uh, BJ Honeycutt in MASH, if you will. Tom Brokaw turning 84. Bob Marley, born on this date, 1945, passed away, unfortunately, uh, in eight, 1981, his untimely death. Son was at the Grammys, though. Son looks remarkably similar to him. Uh, Axel Rose, turning 62 years young today. Uh, happy to celebrate his birthday as we lost Toby Keith. Uh, Rick Atsley turning 58 today. <laughs> Do I love me some Rick Astley? You accepted um, some Rick Astley into my brain He's yesterday. He's the best. He is tremendous. Um, you know, it's funny. I've talked to Rothman about this. And he said, and then I was on board with him. He goes, I thought Rick Astley was black. And I thought uh, Darius Rucker was white. When I listened to them <laughs> saying that is reversed. 
Rick Astley, a, a pale ginger man. Yeah. Darius Rucker, obviously not a white man either. So. Rickrolled. Yes, uh, but he's like just listening before you had the availability of just to pull things up and see him. It's like Shark with Larry Bird. Absolutely. Uh, some sad news here, some passings beam. Uh, I don't know if you know about this or not. This date, 1958, uh, seven Man U soccer players died yeah. in a plane crash outside of Munich. Yeah, the Munich disaster, yeah. Yeah. Was there... Um, you were there for that? When we were watching the Super Bowl in Manchester, I told you about that. Um, so Mike had to do, because the Patriots yeah. went over the Falcons was yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. So we watched that in Manchester. Mike had to do all these like BBC interviews in the morning. Uh, and so I was like... Pfft. I'm not doing that. So I, I headed over to Old Trafford, which is where United plays, and it didn't even dawn on me and that it was, the, it was the anniversary yeah. of the day because I went today a few years. I think it was like seven years back, and I walked up, and there were, I mean, a bunch of people there. They have it immortalized like with the time. Like they've got a big clock on their yeah. stadium, uh, and the names of, they call them the Busby Babes. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty pretty surreal moment. Look at you hopping in with some historical events there, Beam. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah, right outside of Munich is where their plane crashed. And then losing one of the tennis icons of our day, Arthur Ashe, passing on this date, 1963, three-time major winner. The only one he didn't win, Shark, was, do you know? Uh, that would be the uh, something we call the Australian Open. No, he won the Aussie. Uh, I met Wimbledon. Nope. You forgot to mention the French Open. That's right. <laughs> the one that matters the least. They call it the Rifle, drop, rifle Dropper Invitational. Uh, sometimes, but yes, Arthur Ashe, one of the great tennis players, and uh, uh, passing away on this date, 1963. Some holidays and observances. It is African American Coaches Day, first Tuesday in February. Canadian Maple Syrup Day. Oh, goodness. International Frozen Yogurt Day. Lame Duck Day. National Chopsticks Day. Pay a compliment day. And Ronald Reagan Day in California for his birthday. Uh, and those are your historical events, your birthdays, your passings, your holidays, observances. For this date, Tuesday, February 6th, the first Tuesday of the month, the 37th day of the year, and 329 days remaining in this 2024. Very well done to that, General, as always. Who should the Buckeyes be looking at if Bill O'Brien heads to BC? Going to get into that coming up next. Morning Jupes right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and a good Tuesday morning to you. Right now, watch for crews on Groveport Road, right near Alum Creek Drive, working a non-injury crash. This is two vehicles involved. Watch for slight backups off Alum Creek Drive onto that 270 exit ramp. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Steckerwald. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A radio show hosted by two former football players, one slightly more successful than the other. You're listening to Morning Juice. Oh, well, we know last year at the Super Bowl, Big Gronk, he went wide left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. He could either make it this year, go wide right, or go wide left again, but he's back for Kick of Destiny 2. And this time, we can all play along. All you got to do is choose if Gronk's going to make or miss. Get your free pick in right now, because if you are correct, and whether your team make or your team miss... 
You're going to want a share of $10 million in bonus bets. Everyone can get into the action when Gronk takes a shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58. Again, whether you're Team Make or Team Miss, just head to the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get your pick in. It's absolutely free. I'm Team Make. Shark is Team Make. He's changed his mind over the last couple of weeks. What are you? You think he's going to make it or not? Uh, you know, I think I, he's going to make it. I might lean in on Team Make at this point. So all you got to do is tune in before the game to see Gronk's kick live. You'll want a share of $10 million in bonus bets. If you're right, new to FanDuel, just visit FanDuel.com slash juice to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 older in President Ohio. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize will be, pool will be split equally among all eligible participants who made the correct pick. Prize issued is now withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so the Bill O'Brien stuff, I mean, there's a lot of smoke uh, around this, whether or not he's going to take that Boston College job. And again, this is from Pete Thamel of ESPN, saying the Boston College football search has two rounds of in-person candidate interviews scheduled for this week, with the first round coming on Tuesday. So that's today. A final decision is expected by this weekend. So, I mean, maybe people are more plugged in to what's going on at Boston College, and maybe Bill O'Brien is the front runner in this whole candidate show and the interviewing process. But according to Pete, these two rounds of in-person interviews haven't even begun yet. Yeah, I think that they, you know, thought he could be the guy, but wanted to obviously go through and look at some other things first. And this will give Ryan some time to mm-hmm. obviously look in here and see if he leaves. Who are some other options? Who are other people that he were look that he was looking at earlier? Are they still interested? This is obviously suboptimal for Ohio State. You had a guy who everybody, I would say the vast majority of people are very excited about. He checks all the boxes that uh, Ryan Day was looking for. NFL experience, head coaching experience, a coordinator you could let call the plays and just feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You had everything that you wanted. But because of that, he was going to be a desirable candidate potentially for other jobs. He's a Boston native. He played at Brown. He worked yep. in New England for a long time. He's got a son that has medical issues. Yep. And so his his doctors are in Boston. It makes a lot of sense for Bill O'Brien mm-hmm. why he would want this job. I get it. I mean, it's not a job I don't feel like you can probably win at long term. You know, Bill O'Brien's a little bit older, so maybe he's not quite as concerned about that, and he probably thinks he can. But that's, I think, part of the reason Jeff Halfley left. Sure. And those issues really haven't changed at all. So there's going to be some hurdles, but it would make sense why he would want this job. And now let's see if they ultimately want him to be their guy as well. Absolutely, man. If you want that job and you want to go for it. And again, I think the biggest part of this, Bob, you mentioned it. His son's got some medical needs. Like do what's best for your family, right? I mean, do what's best for your family. And nobody's going to have any problems with that. I did see Andrea Adelson of ESPN uh, tweet this out as well, kind of confirming the Pete Thamel report uh, saying, seeing speculation on Bill O'Brien plus BC. Is he a serious candidate? Yes. He's from the area. His family loves the school in the region. His son has medical needs. Uh, is a deal done? No. Like at Pete Thamel, I've been told that they're in-person interview scheduled for tomorrow. So, again, it doesn't seem like this is a done deal by any means. Could he be a front runner? Yes, absolutely he could be. And if Bill O'Brien then decides to leave Ohio State after being here for a few short weeks to go to Boston College, does that just undo everything in the past couple of months that we've seen all the positive, well, the past month, of the positives that Ohio State has made, the headway that they've made in the transfer portal and on the recruiting trail and some of these coaching changes? No. I mean, that it doesn't derail that. It's a little bit of a detour, but it doesn't close the road down. It doesn't, but you know, spring ball is going to be here yeah. you know, in less than six weeks. So it's, as I said, it's it's suboptimal. Mm-hmm. And there, I was excited to have Billy Owen here. I mean, he's got I'm familiar with and 
you know, have a lot of coaching connections together. So I, I thought he would do, do a really good job, and maybe he still will. I will say this as far as the timeline. The longer it goes where he's not announced, I would say the better that bodes for him staying at Ohio State. Because if he's the front runner, and any time that thing starts to take longer, that means that you know they probably know a lot about him. They've talked to him. And maybe they want to talk to some other people. And it was similar with the Jim Harbaugh job, Beam. I told you, like, you know, it was Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm like, it's Tuesday. If, like, if he's not announced by Thursday and this thing gets to Friday, that means that, you know what, they probably weren't completely happy with the interviews and thought, hey, maybe we should look somewhere else and maybe someone else caught their eye. And so I would say that this is a similar case with Bill O'Brien, that if we get to Friday and he hasn't been named the head coach yet or Thursday night, then that means they probably started interviewing other people and they're yep. going down other roads to potentially look at someone else. Yeah, and then we'll hear, I mean, if he had a good interview or not, right? I mean, people... I would think, yeah. Yeah, they'll have indicators out there say, he really crushed his interview and this is, they're working, they're trending in this direction, right? That's usually how that's formatted. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that with what's going on with the Bill O'Brien situation. Now, I was I was reading Dan Hope's piece on 11 Warriors and Dan did, uh, did, did a good job, uh, as always. And I didn't, I didn't realize this and it wasn't something that was in my... Uh, memory selection said should O'Brien leave for Boston College it wouldn't be the first time that Ohio State has had to replace an assistant coach just weeks after hiring him a similar situation played out in Urban's first year as head coach oh, in yeah, 2012 Bill Sheridan. Meyer initially hired Bill Sheridan that January to be Ohio State's Went quarterbacks coach and then he left in February to become the DC at Tampa yeah I remember because I had Bill Sheridan recruited me at a number of places he was at Michigan State then he was at Notre Dame and then he was at Michigan for a while we hired him here um, I believe from the New York Giants, I think is maybe where he came from. And I was excited to have him here. I'm like, hey, this is going to be great. Everything's going to you know, be good. How's the family doing? I, I'd known him for a long time. And he was even in Miami when I was there briefly. So I did get a chance to play for him a little bit. So other guys who could be in the possible running. Jason Candle, I think, is one. Jason Candle's one. He made $1.125 million at Toledo last season. That's one that you can give a pay bump to yeah, as well. I, or keep it similar. I think he was willing to come in and potentially take that job. You know, the first time, should he have been the guy? Um, you're getting late. I feel for his assistance if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think he has a, a a very large buyout. That's the other thing of being able to get these guys. I would say that he's probably would be the front runner. Then you know, and he has a lot of the stuff that Bill O'Brien has, but maybe not all of the the accolades and all of the resume that bill does i've i mean chip kelly's been rumored to want to go back to the nfl and again like i thought i was taking crazy pills i'm like he hasn't left ucla has like no. he's still he's still at ucla it's uh, the, here's the thing they don't want to fire him because they don't want to pay his buyout yeah. and if he leaves i think that, that you know he's got to buy out the rest of his deal i don't know why they wouldn't if they don't want to pay him just say hey well, and they, they were don't in want a you. bad financial situation they're not where right? they are are currently it's a current it's a it's a current situation Coming to the Big Ten is going to help some, but that, like those problems aren't solved overnight. There's going to be increased logistics costs and everything else. But yeah, that's a mess out there with UCLA. I, I think Ryan would probably love to have Chip Kelly if should Bill O'Brien leave. I just don't know if that's going to be financially viable to get him here. One and a half million dollar buyout to UCLA if they go after Chip Kelly. So that's the number for on that. top of his salary. Correct. So you're talking multi million dollar buyout. Yeah, package. I mean for a guy who's your assistant who. I mean, was he going to be here for a year, maybe two? I mean, it's it's not like you're hiring your head coach that you're saying, ah, we're paying a million, I have to buy him out, but hopefully he's here for 10 years. Schlegs is next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and a good Tuesday morning to you. Right now, we are still watching an accident over on Groveport Road near Alum Creek Drive. Crews are on scene working this non-injury crash that is causing some small backups right off Alum Creek Drive, trickling onto that 270 exit ramp. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Staggerwald. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Keep on swiping that card. Charge it to winning. This is Morning Juice. Tuesday edition of the program. Brandon Bean, Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark. And every single Tuesday at this time, you get to hear this because we got to talk to Schlegs last night. The best way to start a morning is with a heavy dose of iron. Gas station ready. Always. It is Schleg Day. Sponsored by Sugar Shinara Accident Attorneys. We go to war for you at warforyou.com. That's warforyou.com. Heading out to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. Check with our good friend as we do every single Tuesday. At this time, he is Anthony Schlegel. Schlegs, happy Tuesday, buddy. What's happening? Oh, let me tell you guys about what's happening, man. Listen, you know, this last week I actually went home and saw my family, which is awesome. I miss them. They're great humans. And, you know, I've I've been working my face off in, in in a really good manner. And so when you take a really tired 225-pound person and stick him on a really hot plane, um, though he's really excited to get home, it is, it is it's quite comical. Because one, um, I fell asleep instantaneously. Two, I probably drooled on myself multiple times. Three, I'm sweating my absolute face off because I'm wearing jeans. And why did I wear jeans? Because it was colder here you know, going to Florida and I kind of want to look nice. Um, and five, the last flight I was stuck in between two people. And that, that was quite bumpy because me and the guy to my left were quite girthy. So, and there might've been some swampage on the seat. I don't know. I wish I had a disinfected wipe. I would have wiped off the back of the headrest for my, my next person. I did my very best. I did my best. I had some, uh, Pharrell, you know the stuff that you squirt on the hand sanitizer? Yeah. I just rubbed it I rubbed it on my hand and I put it on there. So anyway, try to do my best. Try to do my best for everybody. That sounds pretty frothy, Schlegs. I mean, yeah, getting some nice Schlegel sweat all over the seat. Getting let me ask you this. Did you have a t shirt on? Oh yeah, I had a t shirt on. Did you have like arm sweat that was touching the person on the armrest beside you? Like what was that situation? No, no, I did not. No, because I feel so awkward that I brought I I brought him in. I brought him in and down, right? So like there's a couple of ways you could do it. You can either be in there and you gotta roll your shoulders forward, or you can suck him in and down. You really had a good posture, and I stuck my head up against the back of that back of that chair. And I just I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna sleep and then I was out. So and then you know what? You know what? The joke's on me, because then this last weekend I got super sick. I mean, mm. I was I was cussing up and down this place that I went to, and Steph was like, "It's not food poisoning. We all ate the same food. You're the only one that's sick. Bump that place. 
I never eaten there again. And then I vomited for like a solid four hours. And I was like, please just take me to get some medicine or something. So she drives me, drives me over. And I got some fluids and stuff at this like little local place that's open. And, uh, and then I felt better and I just proceeded to sweat it out until I had, I had like 103 for a couple, like a day and a half. And then it went away and I hopped on a plane. So here you go. Well, I mean, that sounds pretty good. Um, so guide, Schleich's guide to middle seat, assert your dominance and put both your forearms on the armrests if you're in the middle seat, correct? <laughs> no, I did not. I did not say that. I did not say that. I did not say that. I, I go back and down. So like I'm staying retracted, like that person, I, I'm giving up space. You know what I mean? And also, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I also judge the people that I'm sitting around. Like I knew the guy on my left. <laughs> I knew the guy on my left needed more space, right? And though I, we were, I was probably of a bigger stature from a muscular wise, he was bigger stature from weight wise. So I was like, you know, I, I see what you got here, brother. I'm going to help you out. And, and, and that way I, I kind of like shimmied over. And you know what I did? Side nugget. I brought my, my bag from under the seat in front of me and I put it right up against my legs because they were black and I was wearing black jeans. You couldn't see it. And I stuck my legs in there, but it also allowed me to give like a little side, side hip over so I could give him some more space. So you twisted like right. I was just kind of, but I was sleeping hard though, Bob. I was sleeping. I believe it. I mean, I, I understand that you were that tired. You'd sleep anywhere. And then somebody got some magical flu, which is floating around everywhere. I mean, the guys tell me they're losing weight because they, they're getting sick. I was like, listen, just keep eating more food, keep ingesting whatever. You can't be losing arm girth on an arm measuring day because you told me you were sick all weekend. It's not an acceptable answer. Yeah, not acceptable. You, you got to go. Um, but with that, Schlag, see, you're in a different space of life right now. You've, you've got the cruise coming up here in a couple of weeks. Oh, How, I mean, were we able to get lean down? I mean, do we get some good dry heaving in? I mean, we, our abs, we feel like we're right where we need to be. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I think, I think I'm actually in a really good spot right now. I think that if I had, I think this really, this, this last uh, little quick sickness that I, and I haven't been sick in a long time. So I'm going to attribute it to dirty hole guys. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. to why I'm getting sick. Yeah. But, that being said, I feel really good, man. Like my abs are popping. I'm about 220. You know, like, hey, here we go. All our Buckeyes, man, raising money to be cancer space in. You know, might as well look sexy while you do it. But, um, but yeah, that's what we get to look forward to. And I get, and you know what? Hey, how about this? I'll be celebrating my 20th anniversary with my lovely wife, Steph, on the cruise. So it's all good. And that sounds pretty tremendous as we check with Anthony Schlegel here on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. I remember your anniversary. It's Valentine's Day. So if I can remember it, everybody can remember it. No doubt. The the thing that I like most about you guys going on the cruise and Bob sends back sounds from players and everything, and it's great. And we're excited uh, that Bob gets to talk to you in a couple weeks' time from down there. I always look forward (laughs) to listening to that. But I always too enjoy the stories that come after you. And I think my favorite from last year was the mixture of the white wine and the red wine <laughs> together. Are we wow. going back for part two on that perhaps I, this year? Man, you have a memory like an elephant, bro. I mean, and that that red and the white wine came from AJ, I believe. But, <laughs> but you know, we're sitting there, 
And I was like, hey, this white wine is cold. This red wine is not. How about we mix them together and we get kind of a peak? It's like a rosé. And um, I don't think that's how that works. I know it's not how that works. Let me tell you, that night turned into extra bumpy. And uh, (laughs) I learned a very valuable lesson that you don't mix the red and the white. But, Schlegs, you created a new drink. Do you you remember the name? The Arnie Palmy? (laughs) No, they called it. I have no clue. Yeah, the Arnie Palmy blended it together. I have no clue. I apologize to everybody that was involved that night, but it was quite comical. And and the Ar- the Arnold Palmy that sounds that sounds like a terrible name, Bob. I can't believe I'd call it that. I would have called it like I, I like the rosé because it turns into kind of a pinkish. But you know, once it hits the lips, it just tastes so good, regardless of it what you're doing. It not taste good. I tried it. It was not <laughs> well, good at all. Well, that's, that's because you, that's because you weren't you weren't tasting it with an open mind, Bob. <laughs> oh, my mind was me. wide open to new. Experiences. My mind was pretty open. Yours was just like Big Sky Montana style open. It was a it was a whole other level um, to that. I don't even I don't even know how we got to that level. That's just crazy. Beam. Just the best part about it though was the next day when we went on a snorkeling catamaran and Schlegs had sunglasses on, and it was like weekend of birdies. Someone was talking oh, yeah. to him. And yeah, he was, I told Courtney, I go. He's straight up asleep right now. The dude was talking and Slags was out. I watched his head bobbing around with the waves. Is that because of the boat or because of the sleep? Yeah. No, because of the that's lack of sleep. sleep and alcohol ingestion. Guys, guys, let me tell you something. It was a true weekend at Birdies. Um, I, I think somebody, somebody took a picture and they sent it to me. And I was like, yeah, definitely out. And yeah, I, I totally remember that. Or I'm not, not that particularly, but, but remember the pictures <laughs> of it. But yeah, it was a great time. That catamaran is very nice. It helped wake me up. And we got in the water, and I think we went snorkeling, of course, when then Bob gets in and does a backflip half gainer off the deal and starts snorkeling around. Do I get in the water? Absolutely not. Why? Because I can't swim for crap. So, you know, hey, just just know your know your guardrails. You know what I mean? And just enjoy a catamaran. Hey, Uncle Bo always says every man needs to know his limitations. Buddy, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for hopping on with us here this morning. Have a great rest of the week. We'll check in again next week, and then you and Bob will do it live from the Buckeye Cruiser, right? It sounds amazing. I appreciate you guys. Go Bucks be cancer. There he was with us last night, Anthony Schlegel on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. Great stuff out of him, as always. Never know where that thing's going to go, but it always ends up in a glorious place. The NBA has gone full-on Blade Runner. That and Quick Hitters next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic from the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and a good Tuesday morning to you. We're watching two crashes this morning. The first one over on 104 eastbound on the southeast side. The left lane is blocked on 104 eastbound right as you meet US 33 because of a crash that EMS is on the scene of. Also, watch for crews on Groveport Road near Alum Creek Drive working a non-injury crash. Right now, there are small backups off that Alum Creek Drive 270 exit ramp. In the 10 TV traffic Center, I'm Amy Stuggerwald. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at Shopify.com slash records. 
Here's a list of undisputed facts. Beamer is round. Shark was a swinger. And no one derails a show like Bobby Carpenter. No one. This is Morning Juice. Hey, friends. Want to tell you about the leaders in the testosterone hormone replacement therapy industry. My friends, over to Affinity Whole Health. And we're about a month into 2024. And if you're lacking mental clarity, energy, libido, all kinds of things you want to improve upon, Go see my friends at Affinity. I did that seven years ago, and they've been tremendous ever since. With Affinity, you get everything. A dedicated patient care coordinator, Allie and Jamie, they're fantastic. They're available to help you with scheduling, placing orders. They're going to answer all of your questions. Affinity, they ship fast, and there's never a delay in many of my orders. They ship it directly to your house. It comes a couple days after we put it in, so I don't have to drive to the office for any of my treatments. If you want to combine TRT with peptides or semi-glutide for weight, weight loss, they have a full bevy of options there for you. I've just added some peptides into my plan for maximum results, and they've really kicked in and feel good. So get started for free by checking out Affinity at FeelGreatColumbus.com. That's FeelGreatColumbus.com. Morning Juice presents Quick Hitters. Hey, Sharky. Yeah. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy Tuesday to you, boys. It's so good to see you today. Always enjoy your company. You know what? I can't wait to see you tomorrow either. I I can't wait to see Bob next Tuesday. Ooh. I'll be in tomorrow, so you'll see me I know. I know, Bob, but I'm just trying to imagine five days off without Bob Carpenter. Can you, and, would, you, would you take the click machine through the weekend, through the Super Bowl, just to get to Tuesday to see Bob again? When you <laughs> yeah. leave? Yes, I would. <laughs> I'm not going to get any wings next Tuesday either. I can tell you that right now. That is now. true. Boys, uh, Monsanto is still working on creating a fiber optic football field, which would determine where a player goes out of bounds, where where the the first down marker is, if the football reached that. But that's all in the future. In the NBA, the future is right now. Part of All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis will be played on glass. The All-Star Saturday night lineup, skills competition, three-point shootout, slam dunk, all being played on a state-of-the-art full video LED court that will be installed at Lucas Oil Stadium. Now, the All-Star game itself is not being played at Lucas Oil. It's at uh, GameBridge Fieldhouse Beamer, and that one will be played on a normal wooden court. But you hated those, uh, what was that? In-season, in-season tournament. tournament. Those courts, wait till you see this. So I did. I watched the video on social media. Have you seen this, Bob? I have not. It's. I mean, it's pretty neat, and I think yeah, this a video is a video game. I think this is a great idea for the NBA to do it, and they've always kind of been, you know, on the cutting edge of technology and kind of everything in sports. But this thing does look pretty sweet, and I just recently watched the original Blade Runner for the first time in December, and then I watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Mm. Um, so I watched them back to back, and that's what this reminds me of. I mean, it's glass. They project all kinds of different stuff. Uh, onto the floor down there, like player path where they step, like how they move, where the ball bounces, and the three-point contest, like they have the make or miss, uh, like, you know, the green circles or the red X's, like right on the court. It looks pretty cool. I mean, this is a it's a pretty solid idea, and I think that's a big win by the, or by the, by the NBA. It looks cool, but am I going to be distracted? Will that be going on while it's playing? While Absolutely. Play? Yeah, then but I don't it's not need that. For the ga- it's not for the All-Star game. It's just yeah. for the skills contest. So my point is, like, what are you going to do with that then afterwards? We've well, created this technology. To, you're going to have to tune in and find out. Well, I understand that, but I don't want that during the NBA games that I'm not no. watching anyway. No, it, you couldn't watch an NBA game with that. I have a hard enough time think. watching Oregon play. Oh, right. God. 
Right. Or Memphis. Yes. Yeah. It's too much. Less stimulation, Shark. I say more. Running back Le'Veon Bell from uh, right here in uh, Groveport, also Michigan State. He was a pro bowler for the Steelers when he famously sat out a season in a contract dispute back in 2018. He never regained his pro bowl status or the money he lost by sitting out that season. He wound up playing for four teams over the next three years. Finally, nobody offered him a contract after the 2021 season. Now, Le'Veon wants to make a comeback at the age of 32 after dabbling in boxing. And, Bob, he wants to make that comeback with the Steelers. Oh, that would be great. Why not? Bring him back home. Get him going. He's got some nice little rap videos out there. You can can look at these on uh, the YouTube machine. I saw that he just joined OnlyFans. Did he really? I think so. I think I saw it on Twitter the other day. Good for him. Gosh, that's an aspirational goal of mine. He's still only 32. It seems like he ought to be 35. Oh, yeah, he's my, he's my brother's age. He's a young dude, man. He's been playing. I mean, he, he played for a while, but he was out for a while, too. And so, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he has any juice left. Here's the problem, man. As you get older, you just lose the pop in your legs and the things that separated you from other humans. And maybe he still has some of it, but the ability to... Compete for a full 17-game season? I don't know if he's got that anymore. So I'm going to be honest with myself. i got to go out there and be like, I'm going to put my foot in the ground. Do I feel it? Am I hurting? Can I go out there and really play again? And, bro, I'm telling you right now, when I go out there and train in March, and if I hit April and I make this decision to come back and play in the NFL again, mark my words, I will be better than I ever was. And I will only come back for that one team. You all know who it is. I don't have it. I have to say no team. You all know who it is. Yeah, the Jets. That's right. Coming back and him and Brees Hall in the backfield with Aaron Rodgers loading up uh, for a Super Bowl next year. Uh, I, listen, if your body feels good and it's telling you that His you feel good. feel good because he hadn't played football for a while. The problem is when you start playing again, it doesn't feel good anymore. Well, that and then you get through you know, OTAs, no contact, but then you get into lead into fall camp. And then all of a sudden, when you're thrust into a preseason and doing it week and week and week and week and week and week, week and week and week and week again. Like this like, is the Blue Oyster Cult SNL skit, though. Like last time I checked, we don't have a whole lot of songs that feature the cowbell. Last time I checked, there aren't a whole lot of NFL teams looking for a 32 year old running yeah. back who hasn't played in three or four years. That's a hot the market, problem. though. That, that's the problem. He wants to play for the Steelers. Steelers have to invite him to camp. And I, for anybody. And it, it ended kind of uh, messily in in Pittsburgh there. I don't I don't know they're going to give him another shot. We have one more game this NFL season. There is a tear in my eye over that. That is, of course, this Sunday. And then next season opens seven months from now on a Thursday night, September 5th. The next night, Friday, September 6th, seven months from today. There is going to be another game. Yeah, Friday night football. There you go. The Philadelphia Eagles will be the host against an unannounced team, but the Eagles will not be playing at home. Commissioner Roger Goodell told us yesterday, Beamer, that the Friday night football game will be played in Sao Paulo, Brazil. How about that? First NFL game ever in South America, playing on a Friday night in week one. Uh, The NFL, is that's the first time they're going to do this since 1970. The NFL is looking for ways to break up their traditional schedule. I mean, weekly we already got Thursday night football, and then you got your three time slots on Sunday, and then we get Monday night football, and then in the months of December and January we get Saturday night football, and then we get Black Friday football, and then we get all these different days of the week and everything that's crazy. They're just looking for 
optimal TV time. And Friday night, I don't know if I love the NFL doing this because, as I've always said, Friday nights are reserved for high school football across these great United States of America, and I don't like the NFL doing that. It's a one-off. It's only once a year, but if it's a success... You know what that means? We're going to have more of it. They will try to expand it. I don't mind it, like you said, for the one-off situation in Sao Paulo. I think that'll be sweet for the players yeah. who are down there and yep. play. You know, it should be a, a nice little novelty, but Friday nights are for high school football. Big Raj, he held his annual State of the Union address, like Sharky just mentioned, out in Vegas yesterday. Do that in the re-rack. Coming up next, Morning Jupes right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and good morning. Two crashes to let you know about. The first one on 104 eastbound right at 33. The left lane is blocked in those eastbound lanes of 104. Because of a crash, EMS is working. Also watch for crews on Groveport Road near Alum Creek Drive. Small backups because of a crash are trickling off that 270 exit ramp because of this non-injury crash. In the 10 TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stucker. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. What's the going rate for a good babysitter? Also, Shark needs a raise. You're listening to Morning Juice. Hour number two of the program for us on a Tuesday. Brandon B and Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark, coming up here seven twenty this morning. We'll check in. Bobby Mack, Bobby Gallagher, Jack is play by play man. Talk a little jackets with him. Seven thirty five. Kevin Noon, Buckeye Heddle. He's going to join the program. Talk all things Buckeye. Is Bill O'Brien? Is he going? Is he staying? What's going on with that? If he does leave, who are some of those replacements possibly going to be? So Kevin Noon joins us coming up at 735 this morning. If you miss Schlegs in the 6 o'clock hour, you're going to want to stick around for that. We're going to replay that around 805 as we do every single Tuesday with him. He was great talking about flights and being sick and what the etiquette is for jamming yourself in between two large human beings and a flight during the middle seat. So all kinds of good stuff with him. And then at 835, Uncle Bo, he's going to round out the program with us uh, as he does every single Tuesday coming up here around 835 a little bit later on this morning. Keeping you informed about what's trending this morning, it's time for a little re-rack on Morning Juice. Sponsored by Billiards Plus, your destination for top-of-the-line grills with up to 30-year warranties. Billiards Plus on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Bob, big one tonight. Men's hoops, home against Indiana. Need a win, Beam. Need a win in the worst way possible. We're five-and-a-half-point favorites. Five and a half point favorites? Yeah. I don't like that at all. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. 71-65 was the final score uh, earlier in the year at Assembly Hall against Indiana. I just don't feel really good about that at all. Now, Indiana has lost four out of five as well. These two teams, not world beaters. Both of them need a win in the worst way. Yeah. And this is a much more manageable portion of the schedule for Ohio State and Chris Holtman. It is. You need to get a win here to t- tie the tourniquet off because I think you're now two and seven in your last nine. And two and six in the month of February or January this year, two and seven last year, but you did lose that one on Friday against Iowa. So you need to win. Mm-hmm. If you can get this, hopefully you can start maybe digging out of that hole a little bit. Well, I mean, you get. Indiana and Maryland at home this week. And neither are very good. And then you're at Wisconsin at home against Purdue. Like yeah. that's that's a tough two. You're probably gonna game. lose 
At least one of those. It would be nice to get a road win at some point. Being that's just not going to happen. Okay, I mean, it's been over a year. It's I would been like long, to get one. It's been thirteen months. That's tough. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. You see all the mess at the Super Bowl. Apparently, the practice field out in Vegas is. Yeah, crap. I saw that where they're practicing at UNLV, and that's and so I, I'm guessing the Chiefs are at the Raiders facility, which is I saw Albert Breer tweet this yesterday because um, he's already out in Vegas. And he was like, where the Chiefs are practicing? Because the home team that gets the designation for the Super Bowl gets the practice at the home team's facility. Yes. So, I mean, think about the Raiders out in Vegas just built this gigantic, brand new billion, multi-billion dollar facility. Their practice facility is unbelievable. Yeah, it's really nice. It's out there by uh, the, the smaller private airport. It's right off there. It's It's pretty sweet looking. So it looks awesome. And then the 49ers are practicing at UNLV. Now, I'm not sure how much money UNLV spends on football, but the difference between the Raiders and the UNLV athletic well, department. You a, saw what they did, didn't you? They have a turf field, and I believe they put grass on it. Yes. But the problem with the... Well, the problem is, is that they put grass on a turf field. Which doesn't work out very well. And apparently they didn't put a layer in between the turf yeah, why would you do and that? the grass. So there's been some big issues. Enough to the point where John Lynch actually had to go to the facility, go to UNLV's facility with the groundskeeping guys. Like I don't know if the 49ers are bringing in their superintendents or Carl what. Spackler on Carl Spackler's on hand. Seeing what's going on. Maybe Browns they got a couple, couple of the, all the all-stars. A couple of pesky gophers in there bringing yeah. some sticks of dynamite. Um, but apparently, yeah, that it's that it's a bad deal. And then Kyle Shanahan was complaining about it. And then Roger Goodell yesterday was like, nah, not an issue. It's a non-issue. We're just getting ready for the Super Bowl. Yeah, Roger Goodell can say it's a non-issue because his job is a contingent upon him practicing right. and playing well. So the, the thing is, teams don't mind, you know, different turf issues and things happen, but... The reality is, like, I don't know why. Can can someone explain to me why they chose to put the sod on top of the field turf? I mean, why just practice was, on turf? Because I don't think the guys want to anymore, and I get that. But if that's what you have there, then it makes sense. You're in the middle of the desert. I mean, they could they could theoretically have grass there. You have to water the heck out of it. But I don't understand why they chose to do that. Because nobody in their right mind would say, "Oh, this is going to be a better situation." Practice on turf, yeah, it's suboptimal. People don't like it. But going out there and putting grass on top of turf yeah. and expecting it to be like firm, like it's soft. Well, yeah, you know what? Because it's just rolled on top of turf. Like this reminds me. It has no roots. In uh, Dallas, we would practice. I was in Dallas for four seasons for training camp. Okay. My first year in Oxnard, second year in San Antonio, third year in Oxnard, back to San Antonio the fourth year. The year I left, they actually did a split camp, did half and half, which was atrocious, I heard. But the year before I got there, maybe two years, two yeah, it was 2004, I believe 2003 or four. Witten was telling me, I think it was his rookie year. They did a practice in San Antonio. I think it was Parcells' first year. That's where they were at the whole time. And they were practicing outside in the afternoon. I mean, San, Diego, or San Antonio, you can imagine, in the afternoon. Yeah, 200 degrees. It's 1,000 degrees. Yeah. So you're practicing inside there for sure in the Alamo Dome. But Bill wanted to get them some outdoor practice, get them climatized. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, they went outside to practice. Well, they didn't have an outdoor field. So what they did was, and this Witten was like, God's honest truth. He's like, I, I guarantee you, these they had some guys go down to Lowe's, get some big four-by-fours, Come on. maybe some railroad ties, box off like two fields, 
filled it up with dirt, and then threw some sod on it. <laughs> it's the truth. And he goes, how did that work? He goes, not well. Bad. I'll he tell goes, you how There was like bad. three inches of soft topsoil. He goes, after the second day, you would cut, and guys were like ripping the turf up and like going down to the blacktop. And he goes, by the way, the grass didn't grow because the blacktop was like radiating all that heat. It was like cooking it. They could not water it enough. Oh, and by oh, the and way. It was just baking. If you, the more they water it, it started turning into a mud hole. He's like, so that lasted for like a week. Let alone you get 300-pound dudes out oh, there trying to move. This. Yeah, just, that's such a bad And that's what people are like, oh, it's just the grass. I'm like, I would watch our guy in Dallas with the turf. And this is the big issue with Soldier Field because you don't have people yeah. dedicated to it. Yep. You know, it's part of the Parks and Rec department in mm-hmm. Chicago. And we've all seen Parks and Rec beams, so you know what's going on there. Yeah, fill in the hole. I mean, they were one day, they were mowing the grass when we pulled up to the stadium. Because it was a Monday. It was a Monday night game. They're like, well, we usually mow it on Saturday. One of the, there was a game a few years ago where they just forgot to paint the field. Oh, yeah. Like, like people got it was, there. They, it was soccer they, lines because the fire were playing there, yeah. and they just forgot to paint the football lines like, on They've forgotten to paint stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, that's, so you get that. But they had Dallas had a guy. That, they, that's all he did. And I remember I talked to him about it. He mowed it every day, but he would go out. They'd punch it. They'd roll it with sand. They'd put everything in there. And to make sure it was beautiful, I mean, you go up there and it's like hitting off a fairway. Yeah. But it was not easy for them to maintain that. It took a lot of time. So, like, thinking that you can just – Roll down some topsoil and throw some sod on and be like, ah, eh, looks about good. That seems like it's going to be right. Um, it's just, it's remarkable that in the NFL, which is a $20 billion a year industry, that that would be the solution for your championship game. That for one of the teams to practice. You're telling me there's not a high school there that doesn't have grass or something? something. I mean, is Bishop Gorman not out there? That's where Tate right. Martell. I mean, they got a lot of dudes that That's play. a nice place. I guarantee you it's a nice school. They've got to have something out there that's better than this nonsense. Well, remember the Super Bowl last year, too, between the Eagles and the Chiefs? Like, they were... That field was a disaster. What? Where was that game? That one was in Arizona, I believe, because that was the roll-in, roll-out, yeah. but they had specifically designed this grass for, like, the tune of $2 million in Oklahoma State, and it was a disaster. It's a lot... It's tougher than you think. It's not easy. Thank your golf course superintendents the next time you're out there if it's in good shape. Well, hitting the hitting a ball off of it versus having like <laughs> two 350-pound men push against it and driving like all of the PSI through like three or four cleats at the front of their yeah. the front of their shoe pushing into that. Like you're going to dig something up. So unless that ground is firm, I mean, it, it's like watching two watching National Geographic beam like yeah. two Rams run into each other, these giant buffaloes smoke each other in the skull, and they've got to make sure they have firm footing, and it's not the easiest thing to figure out. How would you characterize the NFL's officiating this year? Good, bad, and different? Ooh, it was... it was. Uh, Maybe that'll be the fan sketchy, poll, Shark. Sketchy at best. How would you categorize the 2023-24 NFL officiating? Uh, sketchy at best is a nice way to put it, I think. I think we've all, whether you're a fan of the Bengals or the Browns or whatever team uh, that you're a fan of, it's... It's been a disaster this year, and I feel like for the last couple of years, uh, it has not been very good. Here was Big Raj yesterday in Vegas addressing the NFL officiating and what's been going on. Professional sports and all sports, officiating is part of that. Uh, I think in the NFL, the level of scrutiny is at the highest I've ever seen it. And that's part of our popularity. I understand that. It's part of the technology. You all do such a great job that you see more than you could ever see in officiating. The game is faster. I think our officials do a great job. They are superior. But at the end of the day, no one's perfect, Uh, whether it's all of us that watches the games or play the games or coach the games or the officials. Uh, We have to continue to try to get better. 
we have to work, use technology where we can to try to improve uh, their performance, let them use technology to make sure they get the right answer. Uh, but I think they do an incredible job, but we're going to keep working to get better. I think for 90% of the time they do a fine job. It's the 10% of the time in crunch time that they do a really bad job. I don't know how hard, I've never been an NFL referee, all right? I've just, that's not something that I've accomplished in my life. But I feel like it's inexcusable some of the spots that they're giving. Like, I mean, you turn on any NFL game and I think it was the Chiefs and the Ravens or I forget which game that I was watching through the playoffs. I'm like, consistently, I could count on five or six times, like either the spot was a yard too far ahead of where the guy was down, a yard too far back where the guy was down. I'm like, that seems like a pretty easy issue to get fixed. And if we're having problems spotting the ball, then it leads to other categories that you're probably not going to be proficient in. You know, and some of the issues is, I don't have a problem with, you're going to miss some subjective calls. If you're going to call a game one way, whether it's tight, whether it's loose, whatever it is, you just call it like that and you stick with it. I'm fine with it. But like the objective areas where ball, like trying to spot the ball, like that's very, that's very critical. Um, Obviously. And then the bigger issue that I always have is the interpretation of just straight up rules, things that are not, ambiguous at all yeah. such as the Detroit Lions situation with the Cowboys and yeah. players checking in and there's a protocol that goes into place of how that's supposed to operate the officials have to be paying attention and understanding what's going on and the other team is supposed to be paying attention and watching as well and so there, there's a certain order and a process that goes on when those guys blow that that really is what makes me upset because you're going to have issues. You're going to have some mistakes, and there's going to be some things on a subjective level. But the objective piece of it, that you should understand just the interpretation of the rules and what is happening, I, I have very little sympathy for that. Or just, I mean, the interpretation of, well, you've been in the league for 12 years. You know, we're going to give you this this call on a roughing the passer. As to where if you get a new quarterback in there, it's like, oh, you gotta, this guy's got to earn his stripes. Like He's got to earn his due. Let him get banged up a little bit. Like, I, I don't agree with that wholeheartedly. How Miles yeah. Garrett didn't draw a penalty for yeah. ten weeks out of the season is a crime. I don't understand that. That's, I don't. I don't understand it. Because that's what I'm saying. There's some things here as you go watch, like, and those are subjective. Be like, but you're not going to call any of these. And yeah. there, he wasn't the only guy. There was a number of t- things that went on. It's like in the NFL, what they're trying, what they want to try to emphasize that year, like they're all over that. But it feels like that's usually at the expense of something else. Jackets enjoying their All Star break. Play by play man of your Columbus Blue Jackets, Bob McElligot. He's going to set the table for the second half of the season with us coming up next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. A good Tuesday morning to you. We are still watching a crash on 104 eastbound. Right as you meet that 33 split, left lanes are blocked in those eastbound lanes of 104 because of a crash, EMS is working. Also watch for backups because of a crash on Groveport Road near Alum Creek Drive. Crews are working to clear this up right now, but small backups are trickling off that 270 Alum Creek Drive exit ramp. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stutter. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. The hardest part of your workday is over. You've managed to get out of your fart sack. Attention campers, lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle. 
deal with it. This is Morning Juice. Before we get to Bobby Mack, talk a little jackets with him. Cuckoo, cuckoo. It's time to head to the rooster. Oh, it's Tuesday. It's a flopper Tuesday for Shark, which is his favorite day, but it's an appetizer Tuesday for everyone else, and that means that Roosters, the featured appetizer, it is only $3 all day long. The featured appetizer today, it's the favorite of one of my friend's dads, Mr. Billy's Wick. Fried mushrooms, breaded mushrooms, fried crispy golden brown on the outside, hot and juicy on the inside. They're served with a side of ranch. You can even make it bold and ask for the spicy ranch which is absolutely tremendous. They're delicious. They're 3 bucks all day long. We're going to give away a $50 gift card for playing That's What He Said later in today's show. And by the way, if you want to get Roosters catering or carry, or you want to get Roosters carry out for the big game coming up, if you put your order in to be picked up between 3 and 11, Beam, I believe you get 20% off. So go to RoostersWings.com to check that out. Help smooth the demand to the kitchen over the course of the day. So get that order in early and pick it up. I'm going to house 50 wings by myself, I think, on, coming up on Sunday. Be good. I got some back at the house. It's going to be good. And then Shark's going to get some. Did you drop Shark's off today? Oh, I always bring Shark his wings. I know you do. I'm trying to convince him here. I'm going to be like Pavlov's dog. Yeah. And I'm going to just stop bringing him like maybe three weeks before retirement and see <laughs> if that'll lure him back into staying for at least another football season. Just one more football season, Shark. He retires in the middle of the summer. Yeah, nobody does. Nobody does. Let's talk some jackets. <laughs> Morning Juice presents Talking Jackets. Give it back to Johnny Gaudreau. Left wing circle. Takes a shot. And he scores. Here's Johnny. Sponsored by Schottenstein Roofing. Proud partner of the Columbus Blue Jackets. And now to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. Check with our good friend. Jackets play-by-play man. He is Bobby Gallagher. Bobby Mack, thanks so much for the time. It's been a while since we talked. West Coast road trip. Little all-star break in there. All kinds of good stuff. Happening. I'm sorry that we woke you up yesterday. A little uh, miscommunication, too. Jean-Luc, he was apparently leaving the country, even though he's just a new American citizen. We're sorry about that, Bobby Mack, but always good to talk to you, uh, my friend. Any uh, Anywhere did we headed on vacation these last couple of days, or did we stay in central Ohio? No, we just went up, to, my wife and I went up to northeastern Pennsylvania to uh, see my son up in college. So, uh, you know, she, she had to make sure that he was all taken care of and all that good stuff. So we didn't go anywhere... Uh, anywhere tropic or go out of the country or anything like that. But it was nice to get away and spend some family time. How nice was it to kind of get that final win in St. Louis before taking some time off with the shutout in the first one in a couple of years? Yeah. <laughs> I'd, uh, even I didn't realize how long it was until uh, since the last shutout, uh, for crying out loud there, Bobby. But, uh, yeah, it was nice. I mean, you know, that trip, to finish that trip 2-2-1 two, two, and one is um, – it's not bad, especially when they really only played three bad periods in the entire trip, to be honest with you. They, uh, you know, they battled Edmonton uh, in that first game, then they didn't have a good third period in that one, uh, didn't have a good first period in Calgary, but were able to win that game and, uh, you know, didn't play well there in, in Seattle and lost that game. But, you know, it, it was nice to get the shot out. It was good to go into the break with a win and uh, especially – in St. Louis, where this team doesn't win very often. Uh, I, I think it was needed for this group. I think it was deserved from the way they worked on the trip and 
I'm glad they got it. You know, Bob, we talked to uh, Boone Jenner was the last Jackets uh, player that we got to talk to right before the All-Star break, and he was up uh, in Toronto a couple hours away uh, from his home, and we asked him to categorize that win, and he was like, it was greasy. You know, it was, and I was like, it's it's the perfect way to describe uh, that win, and I also think it's the perfect way to describe Boone Jenner. And, Bob, you've been here for a long time with the Jackets organization. So has Boone. I mean, he's, you know, been playing uh, inside of the organization for a long time. He's been up with the Jackets uh, for 11 years now. And uh, can you just describe, I mean, what he means? And it was great to see him get his due, obviously, in the All-Star game here this past weekend up in Toronto. Yeah, I was glad to see him playing that game. I, I'm glad he got selected. I'm glad he got the opportunity. Guys like him normally don't get the chance to partake in festivities like that because of what you said. He's a he's a greasy player. He's uh, go to the front of the net, uh, score the dirty goals. It so happened that he scored a lot of them early in the season, and even though he was hurt, it uh, still got him into the All-Star weekend. So, yeah, I, I love the fact that he got on Connor McDavid's team. He got drafted by Connor McDavid in the player draft. Uh, he scored a couple of goals in a couple of games. Um, you know, I think that's great for Boone Jenner. I, I think it's, even though he's been in the league for 11 years, sometimes some things happen that are a real shot in the arm and kind of rejuvenate you a little bit. And I would expect that he's going to be um, you know rejuvenated when he comes back and we start playing on Saturday night here. Uh, so it's, yeah, I, I couldn't have been more thrilled for Boone to be able to get that experience and that opportunity. Cause like I said, a lot of players that play like he does, they don't get a chance to, to be in those kind of things. So good for him. And, and he means a lot to this team. Obviously he's the captain of this team. And I think, uh, I don't think there was a, a single person that would say, darn, I wish I would have gone to the all-star game instead of Boone Jenner. Everybody was thrilled for him. So, you know, Bob, they changed the all-star format across you know the professional sports landscape. It seems like you know all the time. I mean, the NFL just shuttered theirs. I mean, the NHL's tinkered with some things. NBA's doing some different stuff. Um, even Major League Baseball. I mean, do you like the current NHL format with with how it is? I, to be honest with you, Bobby, I, uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's kind of run its course. Uh, to, uh, look here, in total honesty. To me, the baseball all-star game is the only one that's even close yeah. to being what what the sport is, right? I mean, um, even when they were playing five on five in the NHL, remember that the game at uh, the game in Columbus was the last time they played five on five. What was the final score? Twelve to eleven, fifteen to fourteen, whatever it was. <laughs> you know, the NBA All-Star Game, one hundred and seventy to one hundred and sixty. I think you're but, light. It's like two fifty to two thirty-five. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, but it, it's just uh, they've. To me, they've all kind of, uh, outside of baseball, it's all like, why even bother? Which we all know they bother because of the corporate sponsorships that they sell and all that stuff. Uh, although the NHL, they're going to go away from it now for a little bit. You know, they announced during this All-Star weekend that they're going to do this Four Nations tournament next year with Canada, the U.S., Finland, and Sweden all involved in it. Then they're going back to the Olympics the following year. So, you know, you're looking at a couple of years where – you won't see an all-star game, which is, to me, just fine. Bob, before we get you out of here, 50 games played. Jackets resume coming up here on Saturday night. There's 32 left to go, if my math is correct. Again, I'm not a math expert. I'm not a math major. Expectations, what do you want to see out of this team uh, as we get ready to ramp up for the final 32 games of the season? Well, they, um, <laughs> you know, it's, as you're saying that and you're asking me that, I'm thinking I forgot Adam Fantilli's out for the next yeah. eight weeks yeah. or so. Because I was going to say that, you know, for the, the younger players, they've just got to continue to develop and get more opportunities and, and get better, as they have throughout the course of the year. 
and he's not going to have that opportunity until sometime near the end of the season now. So, but that's that's really what it is. There's got to be more cohesiveness, and uh, you know some of those guys, the Kent Johnsons, they got to continue to get better. You know, and um, that's really all you can do at this point. You know, you're not going to the playoffs, so you've got to continue to develop the guys that uh, you look at being a part of winning here in the future. They've got to keep getting better. Yeah, for sure. Bobby Mack, always appreciate the time. Sorry to wake you yesterday. Glad you were able to pop on here today. Enjoy the rest of the break, buddy, and we'll check in again next week, okay? No worries, guys. Good to talk to you again. Talk to you next week. There he goes. Bob McGilligan, Jackets play-by-play man with us here on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Lots of smoke around Bill O'Brien. Is he heading to Boston College? Kevin Nuna, Buckeye Heddle. He's going to join the program. We'll ask him that next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and good morning to you. We are watching two crashes right now. The first one on 104 eastbound on the southeast side. Left lanes are blocked on 104 eastbound right as you approach that 33-104 split. Because of a crash, EMS is working. Also watch for crews working to clear a crash on Groveport Road near Alum Creek Drive. Crews are working to clear this up right now, but there are small backups off that Alum Creek Drive 270 exit ramp. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Sutter. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you make a wise crack about Dayton pizza, Beamer will murder you dead. Ah, humor. I have it too. This is Morning Juice. Happy Super Bowl to all that celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday, well... Score the best seat on the couch. Grab some of your favorite football snacks. Put a dent in that sucker. Maybe get some of those wings that Shark wants so badly. And place some super bets. And here's the best part. You can bet the wins, the losses, being There's the point spread. Niners, slight favorite. That line's been moving around. You can take the money line. Or you can get on some of the prop action, the Gatorade colors, the anytime touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, over-under yards. There's going to be all kinds of plays that you can throw in there. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W, 2, or even 3. How many times is Taylor Swift going to be shown on the broadcast? Over-under, I believe, set at 5.5. So we'll see what CBS does. Which players are going to score a touchdown, like you mentioned? Perhaps Travis Kelsey, a little run CMC as well. New customers you join today, you're going to get $200 in bonus bets for your first $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash juice to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash juice. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, President Ohio. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issue does not withdraw, but bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right now, we're going to head out to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Check in with our good friend of Buckeye Huddle. He is Kevin Noon. Nooner, thanks so much for the time, buddy. Always appreciate it. Usually where there's smoke, there's fire, and there happens to be a lot of smoke right now around Bill O'Brien taking that Boston College job. Thanks for the time, Kevin. Absolutely, yeah. There does seem to be a lot of smoke there. Um, maybe some conflicting reports about what the timeline had been. There have been some writers that have made it sound like it was all but a done deal. Uh, Yahoo or ESPN's Pete uh, Thamel came out and was like, well, the interview process is really kind of starting now, but it's an accelerated process. 
however you want to slice it, it sounds like Ohio State will probably be looking for a new offensive coordinator. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And so with that, Kevin, I mean, despite the timeline, how that's going to play out, who who are some potential candidates that you've possibly heard of being out there? I mean, I think you you circle back with some of the names that were talked about before. Jason Candle, head coach at Toledo, is a name that will probably be mentioned. I think you also have the opportunity of maybe some NFL-type candidates that were not available when you went through it the first time around. I know I've, I've heard Brian Johnson's name mentioned, former formerly of the Eagles. Um, I don't think it necessarily needs to be a prolonged search on some of the guys if you've already kind of done the due diligence. But then again, where we sit now here in the first week of February versus where uh, things were before the hiring, guys may be in different positions right now in terms of where their mindset is. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how Ohio state does this because, you know, this is not a traditional uh, coaching search time that we're in right now. This is, this is kind of the exception to the rule. Yeah, it really is Kevin. And I think when, you know, Bill O'Brien was announced the hiring, a lot of Ohio state fans were excited because he brings, I mean, a pretty big resume of head coaching experience. And I think that's what, you know, Ryan probably wanted in game coaching decisions. Okay. What do I do here? And I think more minds in the room, uh, it's probably a good thing. So, I mean, if you mentioned, let's just take Brian, you know, Brian Johnson, for example, the Eagles offensive coordinator uh, that you just happened to throw out there. Like, I mean, is that something that would kind of knock his resume? Like, does Ryan want somebody, again, if Bill O'Brien decides to take this Boston College job that has that resume and has that experience of a high-level head coaching level? Well, I think that really what it comes down to is, I mean, you, let's look at the defensive side. Jim Knowles had been a head coach before. He's now the head coach of the defense. I think that having that sort of organizational managerial type of position within, you know, within the, the, the structure of a team is important. But ultimately, I think it's just to bring in somebody kind of from the outside who can you know be your OC and make these types of decisions and kind of allow uh, Ryan to be in a little bit more of a CEO position as a head coach? You know, it's it's all going to come down to to results on the field. I mean, at that, at the end of the day, that's what it is. You can have all of your hopes and wants for the position, but you know, Ohio State needs to, to to find some of the secret sauce that maybe wasn't there last year with the offense, and and bringing in some new blood uh, certainly wouldn't hurt. Um, yeah, well, that looks like if Bill O'Brien leaves, that would certainly uh, happen. I mean, do you see this being a pretty expedited timeline? Spring ball really about six weeks away at this point? Yeah, I think you do need to move quickly because you get so few practices with the players. And if you're only getting 15 during spring, and I understand that you get a couple and then they go they go on spring break and then they have everything on the back end. But you want to make sure you have not only – have your person in place, you know, that you haven't hired, you want him to maybe have his boxes unpacked and not be walking right in and having to introduce himself to everybody while they're in, you know, calisthenics lines. I mean, so I think that you do try to accelerate this. I mean, you, this is not a position that comes open all that often. So you don't want to rush it to the point of being irresponsible, but yeah, you want to have somebody in place much sooner rather than later. He is Kevin Nuna, Buckeye Huddle, with us here on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Can you describe, Kevin, what Tim Walton is doing right now on the recruiting trail? I mean, he's trying to rival Brian Hartline with some of the dudes that he's getting here to Columbus. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy with what he's been able to do. I mean, they just picked up Naeem Offord, the third cornerback of the class, uh, you know, one of the 
depending on which which service you look at, number one, number two corner in the nation. He's brought in the other guy who would be the number one or number two corner in the nation with, with Devin Sanchez. And don't forget about Blake Woodby as well out of out of the state of Maryland. It It is very amazing just the run they've been on because also you want to put the Caleb Downs situation in there too, getting him out of the transfer portal from Alabama. Uh, just a, just a tremendous run, and everybody said, "What would it look like if there was a Brian Hartline on defense?" Well, you're living it now because uh, we're, we're 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 seeing it. Any worry about Julian saying who you know the recent Alabama transfer to Ohio State? You know, with Bill O'Brien's departure, that you know could, he could potentially be on the move. I think he wanted to go to Ohio State is to to learn under Ryan day and to be in the Ohio state system. I mean, he looked at, he, he really considered Ohio state to a certain extent prior to committing to Alabama when, when Bill O'Brien was at Alabama. So yeah, I'm sure there was a little bit of a familiarity there between O'Brien and saying, and if, if O'Brien leaves, I think, you know, just modern, you know, the way that we look at these, you know, these situations, you're like, well, it is our concern. I don't really, I don't really think there's going to be, I don't think Julian Sane's going to want to pack up his stuff and move for another time here uh, as he's trying to go through freshman English and everything else that's going on. But they don't uh, go to class anymore. You know that. (laughs) I know. Well, I mean, I remember I lived in Drackett and had to, my freshman year had to go all the way out to park on Met campus. So, I mean, where where was online learning back then? But for, for, for Julian, no, I, I don't really feel any concern that he's, he's going to, up and go to Boston or anything like that now. I just, um, it's a pretty wild time to be a Buckeye fan, Kevin, because you look at the quarterback room, right? I mean, Aaron Nolan comes in. You still have Lincoln Keenholz. You still got Devin Brown on the roster. Um, obviously, you got Will Howard out of the portal, and then Tavian St. Clair's coming in next season. I mean, how do you, are you, how are you forecasting this room looking after spring ball? Well, five scholarship quarterbacks is a lot, and most teams fight to have four. So I'm not exactly sure if if, if somebody does up and leave after spring. I think that that's very possible, but I would think you could, you can make an argument either way. Would it, would it be a veteran guy who would leave, being like, "Well, I, I, I'm seeing youth being served after Will Howard. I mean, I'm seeing this. I don't know where my path is." Or would it be a young guy? Uh, because somebody's got to be somebody's got to be the understudy to Will Howard if he wins the job, and you know, do you go youth or do you go do you go somebody who maybe has a little bit more experience or a little bit more physical development at that? You know, there's a big difference between a 20 year old and an 18 year old in 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 their you know, in their build generally. So, I think I think smart money says that we'll probably see a departure after spring just to get it down to four, but. Uh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to take any bets on names. First question you're going to ask Ryan Day tomorrow on his media availability is what? Ooh, uh, I would probably <laughs> kind of dance around the Bill O'Brien situation and kind of try and figure out what what's going on there and kind of loop it in with. And there's this tenth position as well. Oh. Where does where does that stand? Uh, is 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 James Laurinaitis going to be on the yeah. on the road for good? Absolutely. Kevin, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for waking up with us this morning. Have a great day, buddy, and we'll check in again soon, okay? You guys too. There he goes. Kevin Noon, Buckeye Huddle, with us here on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems 
Fan Guest Hotline. Going to get juice next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan Traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and good morning. We are watching a crash coming into the Columbus Metro. This is on I-70 eastbound just beyond Wilson Road. Expect lane closures and delays as you're coming in, maybe from the Hilliard area this morning. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stutterwald. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Counting down the days until Sharks retirement. You're listening to Morning Juice. We're here on the Juice brought to you by our good friends over at Affinity Whole Healthy Leader in Testosterone and Hormone Replacement Therapy. You can, of course, visit them on the line at feelgreatcolumbus.com. What's got you juiced? Hey, Sharky. Yeah. Why don't you fire up the Schlegel machine for us? All righty. I'm freaking attacking the dominant. You know what I mean? Everything. Business, training, being a husband. Again, dude, dude, lifestyle. Go Bucks. We cancer. That was just a couple weeks ago. Was it last week? A couple weeks ago? No, we said no, that? no. That's probably been over a year ago. He says the same thing every week. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. To yeah. be fair to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the winds keep piling up for the Cavaliers. That has me juiced last night in Cleveland. The Cavs whip Sacramento by 26 points. They have now won six in a row overall. They've won nine in a row at home. They've won 14 out of 15. Ooh. And they've climbed all the way up to second, first place in the Central Division, second place in the Eastern Conference. So they are on a roll, and that has me juiced. Uh, the Buckeyes will win tonight, just in case you wanted a little betting tip. I'm I'm still going on FanDuel and taking Indiana, getting the five and a half. But I <laughs> do guarantee that the Buckeyes will get a win tonight and snap their four-game losing Shark streak. stamp of approval? Take yes. it to the bank? Uh, take it to the bank. Whoa. And then Parlay the money line with Ohio State and Indiana getting the points. Really get on in there, The Shark. window whopper. Money line with the... Maybe you can even go under on the 142 and a go. half points scored. There you go, Bob. Make some money What tonight. makes you say that they're going to win tonight? I, I just feel it. Okay. It's, it's, it's a gut feeling. He's got a jacket jersey I, on. He feels like a winner. That's right, I do, Bob. Uh, the Jackets will not lose tonight. No, they won't. Fact. And then uh, finally, if you missed our uh, this date in history today, Ronald Reagan is 113 years old. He's not around to celebrate it, but... I, I skipped this, I'm sorry. Our 40th Shark president with a just... I was like so, so much hatred in his eyes that no, he skipped. No, it wasn't over hatred. It was, I asked him to get the specific cut too. <laughs> and so uh, back in 1984, he was running for re-election and uh, had a debate, a presidential debate, with Walter Mondale. Mr. President, I want to raise an issue that I think has been lurking out there for two or three weeks and cast it specifically in national security terms. You already are the oldest president in history, and some of your staff say you were tired after your most recent encounter with Mr. Mondale. I recall yet that President Kennedy had to go for days on end with very little sleep during the Cuba Missile Crisis. Is there any doubt in your mind that you would be able to function in such circumstances? Not at all. I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit for political purposes 
my opponent's youth and inexperience. <laughs> Love that. That's a great line. Yeah, I, I, I watched that live. I can't believe that it was 40 years ago, Beamer. That, that was, what, like... Eight years before you were even born. Uh, when was what year was that? Eighty four. That was that would be eight years. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway, that had me juice, Bob. What has you juice? Uh, so I got a little uh, negative juice here at the beginning. We'll finish up with something positive. Uh, last week we went down part of our carpenter uh, heating, cooling, and plumbing company. Went down to Ross Pickaway, uh, their career tech school, and learned down there that one of the Circleville has a really good uh, girls basketball team this year. They're ranked yep. fifth in the state in yep. D2. Uh, one of their star players, Addison Edgington, mm-hmm. uh, 6'2 freshman, got in a really bad car wreck. She was averaging 17 points a game. Car wreck. She was in ICU at Children's. So I think she's going to be okay. Long road to recovery. So just wanted to give her a shout out. And then last night, if you want to fire this up, Shark, I tried to get him the whole the whole yeah, clip. They had taken it, it off of the social media beforehand due to copyright stuff. But uh, at the Grammys on Sunday night, Tracy Chapman performed uh, Fast Car with Luke Holmes. So he's taking that song to number one. I believe it topped it four or six before with her. And that song came out in 88. And my wife was trying to tell me it was in the 90s. I go, and it's amazing how you remember certain things. Uh, and when I was young, when this song came out, we had just moved back. Uh, we were in Houston for a little bit, but our friends from Jersey, when we lived there, would always come visit us, and they would play. They were playing the song, and so I got to know it. My mom had a suburban. We drive from New Lex into Lancaster all the time when we were, where we were living at the time, and just the the memories that I have surrounding that and the uh, inspiration of the song, and then finding out Tracy Chapman was born in Cleveland, grew up uh, largely there, and then watching Luke Combs stand beside her and the way that he watched her. In admiration while she was performing, let her take the lead on everything. Uh, you could see the respect that was given there. And just to understand the concept, like the, the timelessness of music and what it can ultimately do. And you know, we take for granted now that you can just yell into a machine and it'll play whatever you want. Um, one of my neighbors gave me this CD when I was probably 10, maybe 12. And I listened to the whole thing over and over again and I know many songs off of it. Uh, not just this one, but she was uh, truly tremendous. It was great seeing her out there yeah. perform. Hadn't performed in live in a long time, 60 years old, still looks great, still sounded absolutely phenomenal as well. So that had me juiced in a big way for everything it just conjured up and just understanding the connectivity of what music can bring uh, to different parts of your life. What's got you juiced, Pete? Well, I mean, that song will just live forever, right? I mean, you think about you know, pieces of music or pieces of television or pieces of you know, movie history. Like that song, would you say it was released in 88? 88. I mean, you know, again, like I probably listened to it the first time in the mid nineties, obviously listened to it mid two thousands, two thousand tens. And then we're hearing it again. Uh, I have a reemergence in the 2020. So it's really incredible. It's one of, should we do sharks Mount Rushmore all the time? Like his top five, top 10 favorite songs, top five, top 10 favorite movies. That song for sure. Top five, top 10 favorite song. Uh, of mine. So I'm glad that you mentioned that, Bob. I was uh, perusing the internet like I usually do, you know, getting inspiration for the show. And uh, I came across Ohio State football 
and anytime that they post a video or anything doing match drills, not match drills, but winner loser day, um, I always I'm always watching just to see what I'm picking up. And uh, I thought they put out something pretty neat yesterday. Ohio State football, they're doing dudes of the week, which uh, I think signifies yeah. you know uh, best performer maybe or somebody who's going above and beyond in their performance in the weight room or uh, in the drills or whatever they're doing. And I thought to myself, I'm like, dude of the week. That sounds exactly like something that our guy Anthony Schlegel would come up with. Of course. Like that had Schlegs written all over it. Due to the week, Ohio State football player, due to the week. I'm like, he for sure got in there and was like, all right, you're due to the week, bro. You're the guy. You're the guy. And then Ohio State football took it and ran with it. So that had me juiced. I was fired up uh, about that that I saw. I'm like, all right, good job on Schlegs uh, for making some headway uh, over there at the Woody. So that got me fired up. It was Willie's uh, 11 month, not birthday. I guess, is it birthday? He turned 11 months anyways uh, yesterday, so uh, that was pretty cool. Got one month to go before the uh, the big number one. Everybody does birthday th- themes now for like one year old. Really? Yeah, no, a it's thing? a big, yeah, it's a big thing. Trust Glad me. my kids are past that then. Yeah, so that's a big He's thing. He's not going to remember it anyway, dude. That's what I. It's for everybody else. Bob, you're preaching to the choir. Preaching to the choir. Anyways, our um, Meredith was going to do like a hole in one because it's kind of around golf season. You know, I'm like, I think. People have done that before, so we've uh, we've decided since he's a March Madness baby uh, that one shining moment will be will be the theme. I'm like, okay. sounds like a lot of work. I said, why don't we dress uh, William up like Uncle Shark um, in his Rasta attire and just do one love? There you go. I like that. I said, Shark can come over with his bags of goodies. You know, some of the stuff that he grows in his closet yeah, outside. Absolutely. And there you go. One shining moment. That's going to be him. One month away from now. I thought you were going to play Bob Marley. That's what I thought you were going to do. So she didn't like the one love idea, but she did like the one shining moment. So that's what we're going to go with. So it's a pretty cool day that we had yesterday. Speaking of Schlegs, he had me fired up and what's got me juiced. We got a chance to talk to him last night. You're going to hear that after Luther Vandross next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there and a good Tuesday morning to you. Right now we are watching a crash on I-70 eastbound. Expect lane closures in those eastbound lanes just beyond Wilson Road because of a crash. Expect delays if you're coming in from the far west side or the Hilliard area this morning. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stuck. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. You're listening to Rob Manfred's least favorite radio show. This is Morning Juice. Hour number three of the program for us on a Tuesday. Brandon Bean, Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark. Mark the Shark, yeah, that too. What? Schlag's going to join us here in a couple of minutes' time. Got to listen to him in the 6 o'clock hour. Then Uncle Bo, he's going to round out the program with us, as he does every single Tuesday, coming up here around 8.35. Keeping you informed about what's trending this morning, it's time for a little re-rack on Morning Juice. Sponsored by Billiards Plus, your destination for top-of-the-line grills with up to 30-year warranties. Billiards Plus on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Buckeye Hoops at home tonight against Indiana. It's a 7 o'clock start. 6 o'clock coverage begins here on The Fan. Shark, 
said, take it to the bank. Buckeye victory tonight. That sounds great. I would be very happy I mean, sign that. me up for it, Shark. I'm game for that, too. I'm kind of scared to watch the game. Well, the good news is that Shark can't watch the game because it's on Peacock. So... Are you kidding it's me? On Pe- yeah, you're getting the Peacock treatment. Oh, there you go. Is this like the fourth game this year on Peacock? I thought we were getting like one. Well, what happens when you lose seven out of eight of your last games? I think they send you to the stream. Well, screw them. I'm going to listen to Paul and Ronnie. <laughs> theater of the mind, Shark. You'll be they able don't to want me to watch. I'll listen. Shark, all we got to do is get you. I'll, I'll give you our password. I don't. I don't no, it's want not, pe- it's I'm not the password sharing for Shark. It's the matter that they put it on the stream and he doesn't want to pay for it. He's not paying for it. I that know he's not. The, that would be the theory. I, just I don't think, know why you're so against us giving us giving you a password and you because being able to watch it. If I watch it on Shark, Peacock, I, I, then I, I'm locked in. I can't change channels. Watch it on your phone. Let's get a second TV. <laughs> I've got three TVs. I just don't have them next to each other. Put them all beside each other <laughs> for your viewing pleasure. Watch it on your laptop. Or desktop, whatever you got in your basement where you watch your majority of your sports. I got an iPad. You got an iPad. On those computers you do? Yeah. Uh, you got an iPad? I do. Watch it on the iPad. I Beam. All I'm right. boycotting. You don't it's need good. to scream at me, okay? I think, I think you're winning, Shark. Your boycott, I think, is actually winning. Honestly, so. I thought. I thought we get one football game a year on Peacock and one basketball. That's how they game. start you out, Shark. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, it's every game is going to be on Peacock. And then you're like me and have eight streaming servers. You don't even know what you're paying for. It would make me feel better if someone else was watching it. So it would drive down the dollars per view. Wait a minute. Why do I have Paramount Plus? Why am I paying $15 Peacock, a month for Peacock that? Peacock was one that I didn't realize we had. Yeah. I didn't realize I had Disney Plus. For people were excited about it. Two, go, yeah, I've been not. paying for Disney Plus for two years. I had no clue. I had never used it before. Got on there because I'm like, oh, William would like the show. Already had it. I was already paying for it. There you go. What did I? What was I trying to watch? I think it was Heavyweights. So did you feel better about it, or do you, do you feel worse the fact that you've been paying for it and not didn't even know it? I don't think I had any feelings at all. I think they just. I think they just vanished. You're dead inside. Time, time to check with Schlegs. The best way to start a morning is with a heavy dose of iron. Gas station ready. Always. It is Schleg Day. Sponsored by Sugar Shannara Accident Attorneys. We go to war for you at warforyou.com. That's warforyou.com. Heading out to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. Check with our good friend as we do every single Tuesday. At this time, he is Anthony Schlegel. Schlegs, happy Tuesday, buddy. What's happening? Oh, let me tell you guys about what's happening, man. Listen, you know, this last week I actually went home and saw my family, which is awesome. I miss them. They're great humans. And, you know, I've I've been working my face off in, in in a really good manner. And so when you take a really tired 225 pound person and stick him on a really hot plane, um, though he's really excited to get home, it is, it is, it's quite comical because one, um, I fell asleep instantaneously Two, I probably drilled on myself multiple times. Three, I'm sweating my absolute face off because I I'm wearing jeans and why did I wear jeans? Cause it was colder here you know, going to Florida and I kind of want to look nice. Um, and five, the last flight I was stuck in between two people. And that, that was quite bumpy because me and the guy to my left were quite girthy. So, and there might've been some swampage on the seat. I don't know. I wish I had a disinfectant wipe. I would have wiped off the back of the headrest for my, my next person. I did my very best. I did my best. I had some, uh, Pharrell 
you know, the stuff that you squirt on the hand sanitizer. Yeah. I just rubbed it. I rubbed it on my hand and I put it on there. So anyway, try to do my best. Try to do my best for everybody. That sounds pretty frothy schlegs. I mean, yeah. Getting some nice schlegel sweat all over the seat. Getting, let me ask you this. Did you have a t-shirt on? Oh yeah. I had a t-shirt on. Did you have like arm sweat that was touching the person on the armrest beside you? Like, what was that situation? No, I did not. No, because I feel so awkward that I brought, I, I brought him in. I brought him in and down, right? So, like, there's a couple of ways you could do it. You can either be in there and you got to roll your shoulders forward, or you can suck him in and down. You really had a good posture, and I stuck my head up against the back of that back of that chair, and I just, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sleep, and then I was out. So, and then you know what? You know what? The joke's on me because then this last weekend. I got super sick. I mean, mm. I was I was cussing up and down this place that I went to, and Steph was like, "It's not food poisoning. We all ate the same food. You're the only one that's sick. Bump that place. I ain't never eaten there again." And then I vomited for like a solid four hours, and I was like, "Please just take me to get some medicine or something." So she drives me drives me over. And I got some fluids and stuff at this like little local place that's open. And uh, and then I felt better, and I just proceeded to sweat it out until I had I had like 103 for a couple, like a day and a half, and then it went away, and I hopped on a plane. So here you go. Well, I mean that sounds pretty good. Um, so guide Schlage's guide to middle seat, assert your dominance, and put both your forearms on the armrests if you're in the middle seat. Correct? <laughs> no, I did not. I did not say that. I did not say that. I did not say that. I I go back and down. So like I'm staying retracted, like that person, I I'm giving up space. You know what I mean? And also I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I also judge the people that I'm sitting around. Like I knew the guy on my <laughs> <Really>? left, <laughs> I knew the guy on my left needed more space. Right. And though I, we were, I was probably of a bigger stature from a muscular wise, he was bigger stature from weight wise. So I was like, you know, I, I see what you got here, brother. I'm going to help you out. And, and, and that way I, I kind of like shimmied over and you know what I did? Side nugget. I brought my, my bag from under the seat in front of me and I put it right up against my legs because they were black and I was wearing black jeans. You couldn't see it. And I stuck my legs in there, but it also allowed me to give like a little side, side hip over so I could give him some more space. So you twisted like, right. I was just kind of, but I was sleeping hard, though, Bob. I was sleeping. I believe it. I mean, I, I understand that you were that tired. You'd sleep anywhere. And then somebody got some magical flu, which is floating around everywhere. I mean, that guy's telling me they're losing weight because they, they're getting sick. I was like, listen, just keep eating more food, keep ingesting whatever. You can't be losing arm girth on an arm measuring day because you told me you were sick all weekend. It's not acceptable. Yeah, not acceptable. You, you got to go. Um, but with that, Schlag, see, you're in a different space of life right now you've you've got the cruise coming up here in a couple of weeks how i mean were we able to get lean down i mean do we get some good dry heaving in i mean we our abs we feel like we're right where we need to be (laughs) you know what i'm not gonna lie to you i think i think i'm actually in a really good spot right now i think that if i had i think this really this this last uh, little quick sickness and i haven't been sick in a long time so i'm gonna attribute it to dirty hole guys, you know what I mean? As mm. to why I'm getting sick. Yeah. But that being said, 
I feel really good, man. Like my abs are popping. I'm about 220. You know, like, hey, here we go. All our Buckeyes, man, raising money to beat cancer's face in. You know, might as well look sexy while you do it. But, um, but yeah, that's what we get to look forward to. And I get, and you know what? Hey, how about this? I'll be celebrating my 20th anniversary with my lovely wife, Steph, on the cruise. So it's all good. I mean, that sounds pretty tremendous as we check with Anthony Schlegel here on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. I remember your anniversary. It's Valentine's Day. So if I can remember it, everybody can remember it. No doubt. The the thing that I like most about you guys going on the cruise and Bob sends back sounds from players and everything, and it's great. And we're excited uh, that Bob gets to talk to you in a couple weeks' time from down there. I always look forward (laughs) to listening to that. But I always, too, enjoy the stories that come after you. And I think my favorite from last year – was the mixture of the white wine and the red wine together. <laughs> Are we wow. going back for part two on that perhaps I, this year? Man, you have a memory like an elephant, bro. I mean, and that that red and the white wine came from AJ, I believe. But, <laughs> but you know, we're sitting there, and I was like, hey, this white wine is cold, this red wine is not. How about we mix them together and we get kind of a peak as like a rosé? And um, I don't think that's how me, that works. I know it's not how that works. Let me tell you, that night turned into extra bumpy. And uh, <laughs> I learned a very valuable lesson that you don't mix the red and the white. But, Schlegs, <laughs> you created a new drink. Do you, do you remember the name? The Arnie Palmy? <laughs> no, they called it. I have no clue. Yeah, the Arnie Palmy. You blended it together. Oh I have no clue. I'm, I apologize to everybody that was involved that night, but it was quite comical. And and the Ar- the Arnold Palmy that sounds that sounds like a terrible name, Bob. I can't believe I'd call it that. I would have called it like I, I like the rosé because it turns into kind of a pinkish. But you know, once it hits the lips, it just tastes so good, regardless of <laughs> it did what not you're taste doing. Good, I tried it. It was not <laughs> well, good at all. Well, that's <laughs> that's because you, that's because you weren't you weren't tasting it with an open mind, Bob. <laughs> oh, my mind was me. wide open to new. My mind was pretty open. Yours was just like Big Sky Montana style open. It was a it was a whole other level um, to that. I don't even I don't even know how we got to that level. That's just crazy. Beam. Just the best part about it though was the next day when we went on a snorkeling catamaran and Schlegs had sunglasses on, and it was like weekend of birds. Someone was talking oh, yeah. to him. Yeah, it was, I told Courtney, I go. He's straight up asleep right now. The dude was talking and Slags was out. I watched his head bobbing around with the waves. <laughs> Is that because of the boat or because of the sleep? Yeah, no, because of the lack of sleep, sleep and alcohol ingestion. Guys. guys, let me tell you something. It was a true weekend at Bernie's. I think somebody, somebody took a picture and they sent it to me. And I was like, yeah, definitely out. And yeah, I, I totally remember that. Or not not that particularly, but, but remember the pictures <laughs> of it. But yeah, it was a great time. That catamaran is very nice. It helped wake me up. And we got in the water and I think we went snorkeling, of course, when then Bob gets in and does a backflip, half gainer off the deal and starts snorkeling around. Do I get in the water? Absolutely not. Why? Because I can't swim for crap. So, you know, hey, just just know your know your guardrails. You know what I mean? And just enjoy a catamaran. Hey, Uncle Bo always says every man needs to know his limitations. Buddy, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for hopping on with us here this morning. Have a great rest of the week. We'll check in again next week, and then you and Bob will do it live from the Buckeye Cruiser, all right? It sounds amazing. I appreciate you guys. Go Bucks, be cancer. There he goes. Anthony Schlegel with us here on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. He was great last night. Good to talk to him on Mondays. and 
He's just super Always pumped. juiced up, ready to go. Who should the Buckeyes be looking at if Bill O'Brien does indeed head to Boston College? Get into that next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and a good Tuesday morning to you. Right now we're tracking a crash on I-270 northbound just beyond Broad Street. The left lane is blocked in those northbound lanes over on the far east side this morning. Also tracking a crash on I-670 eastbound just beyond I-71 south. There is a crash in those eastbound lanes that EMS is working. Lastly, still tracking delays on I-70 eastbound just beyond Wilson Road. As you're coming into downtown Columbus, there is a crash. Add a few extra minutes to your commute if you take I-70 eastbound from the far west side or maybe Hilliard area. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stuckerwall. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. If this show made a scented candle, it would smell like bad coffee, unwashed jockstrap, and grass clippings. I wasn't sure how you take your coffee. You are listening to Morning Juice. So, mouth or enema? Here's Long here. A little Tuesday edition of the program. Brandon Bean, Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark. Hey, Bob, it's 820. It's Tuesday. Oh, boy. When you hear that sound, that's the rooster. And you know it's a Tuesday... Well, I mean, it's an appetizer Thursday. The featured appetizer roosters is just $3 all day long. And that featured appetizer today, Beam, well, it is fried mushrooms. They're crispy, they're golden brown, and they are juicy on the inside. Dip them in some ranch, make them delicious. Or dip them in some spicy ranch and make them even better. So $3 all day long. And now, Beam, you're going to get a chance to win a $50 roosters gift card. And by the way, if you want roosters for the big game, I believe if you get your order in for pickup between 11 and 3, you get 20% off of your order. Try to help the demand closer to game time. And listen, folks, pick it up early, throw it in the oven, reheat it. It's just as good. I do it each and every week. Shark does it when I bring them into him. And they are fantastic. So get that done. Beam 821-9710 is the number. What is the question? All right. We had Anthony Schlegel on two segments today, 635-805, which you can... Here every single Tuesday, or you can listen to our podcast uh, when yeah. you get done with the program around nine o'clock. That's uploaded to any of your podcasting platforms. Uh, Schlegs came up with a concoction of white wine and red wine. <laughs> what was the name uh, that he created for his special drink uh, on the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer? Six one four eight two one ninety seven ten. You get that into Shark, you'll be walking away with a fifty dollars roosters card. So great. So we get to talk to him Monday nights now because obviously, like he's busy. Um, and so your face because we do a Zoom call. Your face when I asked this question to him was one that I think you had forgotten it existed. I have because I did. And then I started looking through my phone. And I got distracted beam from it because I wanted to find the picture that I took of him after he was drinking the aforementioned drink, which we'll throw the name out here as soon as someone gets it correct. But the blending. So the problem is with the Buckeye Cruise. It's a bunch of guys, you know, a bunch of friends get together and these are People that, you know, sometimes I only see them on the cruise now or maybe yeah. like two or three times other than the year. And it's some people that I maybe have met that are Ohio State Buckeyes that kind of even through the cruise. 
You know, I knew like Katie Smith before. Yeah. I see Katie a little bit here and there, but everybody's busy, you know, working, all this different stuff. You're not stopping to have a cocktail with them. And but, like getting to hang out with her on the cruise is awesome. It, it's always fantastic. You know, like Ryan Miller's over with me. We got kids and stuff together, but like you just don't get a chance to see him. Like even AJ and Schlikes don't get to see those guys that much. Raekwon McMillan's back. Like I go see him. I love Raekwon. Get to see him once a year, maybe twice. Yeah. You know, and so these guys come in and Schlegs got there and he got shot out of a cannon. Before we got there. Isn't and he always? I, I met him when he was about halfway into his mile. <laughs> and, <laughs> he was on a dead sprint. And by that, I mean, it was like dinner time. Like, dude, you're not going to make it. We have this catamaran little snorkeling tomorrow. And he started mixing. I knew we were in trouble when he started mixing the red wine and white wine. But it together. creates a, a rosé. That's what he's saying. Is it's like a rosé. Like, it's not. It's not really. It's not what it is. Shark, do we have a winner? I think we do. Yes, it's uh, Bobby from Galena. All right, Bobby Galena, congratulations. He knew that Schlegs then created it. And I give him credit for this. Even in his uh, mentally deprived state, he was still able to go back. And um, <laughs> this is a picture of the next day. I remember the picture. The picture looks like he's the most disheveled person he on looks, planet Earth. He looks like a dinosaur. I'm like, that was him the next day. Out of the 7 billion people on Earth, Schlegs had, I think, the worst morning of all 7 oh, billion I thought people. he had a stroke. It looked like his face was just on both sides. Yeah. It was like dragging. Like, gravity was impacting him more than other humans. <laughs> but he was able to reference a great blend of from a famous golfer. Yeah. The iced tea and lemonade referred to as the Arnold Palmer Schlegs referred to this as the Arnie Palmy <laughs> by blending white wine and red wine together. And he goes, it's like a rosé. It tastes nothing like a rosé. Actually, fact, it tastes disgusting. It tastes terrible. And I had had a number of cocktails by then. I'm like, this is not suitable for consumption in humans. And he drank that all. And then in classic Schlegs fashion, sometime after dinner, he may have maybe made it for one more drink, maybe not. Just... Up and vanishes like a fart in the wind. The Irish goodbye goes and face plants in his bed. You know, his wife has to like poke him every couple hours to make sure he's still breathing. And then wakes up the next day. We had an autograph signing. Then we did the catamaran. So during the autograph signing, I mean, he was, uh, not, I think he was still drunk, by the way. <laughs> well, you're allowed to on the Buckeye Cruise. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, it's the one only big per- party, man. The only person you're impacting is yourself at right, that point. Yeah. So he signed everything. He looked amazing. One year when he passed out, we went in and his wife maybe gave us the key and we drew all over him. He was kind of sweaty. I can imagine what you... What he had you limited drew. clothes on, so we yeah, we drew some phallic objects all over his body. And the best part was like we had to get a towel and dab him because he was sweating so bad. It was so greasy with the oil. And this in his sleep? Smearing. Oh, yeah. Sweating in his sleep. Just nice. face down. I mean, it looked like he got <laughs> shot. Just literally walked in. <laughs> Well, you see the movies where someone just passes out, yeah. face, just face down, like face into the mattress. I was like, I'm, tr- I was worried he wasn't getting enough oxygen, but I mean, he'd been doing it for a while, so I guess he was good. So the next day, we wake up and we have this crew. We're going on this little catamaran snorkeling, which like swims as well as a bulldog or a yeah. pit bull. Like of all the humans, he's like the only one that I know that's I would say is a pretty good athlete that has no amphibious qualities to him whatsoever. And I didn't even realize this till one of the cruises where we went and we're doing the blow-ups and he's trying to swim from the slide to the trampoline. What is that, five yards? I thought he was drowning. I mean, yeah. it was like probably 10 to 15 yards. And AJ and I look, I was like, is he serious right now? He's like, come on, guys. I'm like, 
what are you doing? You're vertical in the water. Like, why don't you try to like, get horizontal? You can't float. You're not a bobber. And so, subsequently, the next day, he's like, I'm not getting in during this. And he was talking to one of the gentlemen that was with us this is year. This is after the Arnie Palmy night. This is after the Arnie Palmy night. After okay. the. Um, after the autograph signing, he ingested, I think, a little breakfast, had some coffee, but coffee was, it, it was rendered useless against him. You I mean, need to go it, back to the well. He was so tired. He probably should have went back to the well, yeah. but he was sitting there talking, he had sunglasses on, and we're driving out to our little place to go snorkeling. And the guy's talking, it's like he's just kind of like mumbling stuff back at first, and then at one point I look over, and his head is just kind of bobbing around. <laughs> and it's like weekend of Bernie's. And I told my wife, like, he 100% slices asleep right now. And you talk, and the guy, like, not responsive. Shakes just continues to sit there. And I think he thinks that he's engaging because there he's, is, he's nodding there his is head. movement, <laughs> but it's only movement that was rolling with the water. Like, he was like a baby that you put in a car, beam, like, to put him to sleep. Ah, he's like, Willie, yeah, yeah, let's go drive around yeah. 270. That'll buy me 40 minutes. Yeah, that boat and just started, uh, just slowly went to sleep, of which he stayed there for a while. <laughs> I think the only reason. <laughs> I figured out at one point it's like he had a big wave. It was like boom, and his head like snapped down. <laughs> then he kind of like woke up and looked around. What's up, bro? And then, bro, and then just like leaned his head back. He like fully submitted at that point. Leaned his head back against the wall. It was out. <laughs> and like that day, I'm like, Shikes, your one day escapades ruined an entire other day. Like I'm all for having a good time, but can we at least keep it between the lines? Like you went so far outside of the lines that you were on the other track and you ruined the next day. Like he was, he, I don't think he even made it to dinner the next night. He just went oh, back to he's sleep. That bad, oh huh? yeah, he just slept the whole time. I'm like, I don't. I'm amazed that you're alive. Like, they thankfully have that freezer on the cooler, so when you die, we can throw you in there and preserve your body. But it's international shipping rules. I was that. worried about him. I was heavily worried. But yes, he 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 always bounces back. So, and this honestly, this is kind of the trend for him to start the cruise every year. Like, I can't wait to hear stories from the two not. weeks two weeks from now. Then I'll tell you this: if opening cruise night party times was a baseball Hall of Fame category, he'd make it. I mean, we're well over a third. It's him blowing it out. It's probably over 50%. He might be almost like NFL quarterback Hall of Fame, like 60 65%. We might be through a two-thirds right now, Beam. Uncle Bo's next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and good morning to you. Right now, a few crashes to let you know about. The first one on I-270 northbound, just beyond Broad Street. There is a crash causing some delays in those northbound lanes. Also causing delays is another crash on I-670 eastbound, just beyond I-71 south. A crash EMS is working right now that has the left shoulder blocked. Lastly, we are still tracking delays on I-70 eastbound, just beyond Wilson Road. If you're coming in from the far west side this morning, add a few extra minutes to your commute if you take I-70 eastbound. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Seger. Beamer is tweeting about Formula One. Oh, hells yes. Bobby is tweeting Rick Springfield concert video. Both are a cry for help. This is why I'm twisted, mother. This is Morning Juice. Little Tuesday edition of the program. Brandon B. Bobby Carpenter, Mark the Shark. And at this time, every single week, we get to check in with our uncle. Bo knows bourbon. Bo knows fashion. Bo knows horseback riding. But most importantly, Bo knows Browns. Sponsored by Whiskey War. By High Bank Distillery. Drink local, drink High Bank. What's up, Unc? Happy Tuesday. 
I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like spring in February. Yep. So we take that. I bank all of these that I can do. Um, I'm not sure what it means for, for the actual spring, but I can't worry about that, right? I mean, I, we got to just live in the moment. Um, I had a uh, – I was waiting to play a youth basketball semifinal on Sunday, fellas, and we were scheduled to play at 2.20. Our first game was actually at 8 o'clock in the morning, so it was fun. So you can do the math on how long we were in the in the vicinity. Nice. That's what uh, you want. A couple hours nice in spread between out. Games. I like yeah. three hours in between sixth grade basketball yeah. games. I think that's perfect. You, you can know, scout you really the other teams. Scout some teams, set some roots down, get an Airbnb. And so, um, Drink some high uh, bank. So okay. <laughs> the high bank came later. So uh, <laughs> 2.20 tip time, I walk into the gym. Two, it was around 2.15 I walk in because usually they're right on time. There was a, a girls' sixth grade game between, no names please, two rival schools. Um, and they were playing for what appeared to be the state championship of the earth. And, yeah. um, and so... There was five minutes and 24 seconds on the clock, okay? Clock stopped on fouls. Oh, the gosh. game ended at 3.07. No way. It took them 35 minutes to play the rest of the five minutes left. There were 29 fouls committed in the second half. the March Madness game? 29. 29. The coaches are calling timeout. And then it went to overtime. Mm. My guy calls a timeout. He's up five with the ball with 14 seconds left. I go, Coach, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Make the sure other guy's still trying to foul. Like, oh. come on. Come on. What are we? 29 fouls in a half. So they call it that tight, though? It's awful. It's awful. So they, they Sometimes they do. It's up to the, and it's up to the refs. Now, yeah. to be fair to the referees, like, it was pretty foully. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Art was, was, they fall all, I mean, it was just slamming and slapping and reaching. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's, so it was really foully. So I, 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 th- I don't think that any of them were necessarily, it wasn't like they were calling it overly tight. Yeah. It just was brutal. Yeah. And so we make our fourth graders, I'm like, listen, no reaching. I said you lost the ability to reach. Like I, Good. So we don't let them do that. But they call it pretty loose. I mean, there's a lot of physicality yes. that goes on in the game. So our kids complain because, of course, they're never fouling. They're only never. getting fouled. I go, buddy, That's if right. you watch this, you think this guy <laughs> – I'm going to be honest. Like I, I've seen some poorly officiated games, but yeah. this dude has no idea who you are, and he has no idea who the other team is. No. So there's no – agenda here this isn't a donahue situation where the fix is in okay so let's just be honest when you go think that you got all ball and you knock the kid to the ground they're gonna assume that but we they call it i I was amazed because if not you get that scenario bo where you're out there for an hour and 45 minutes for what's amazing it's 24 minutes of game time. There's six-minute quarters. That's it. Or like some, we are in one league, it's 18-minute running half, except for on the first free throw. That goes pretty quick. Yeah. My favorite thing that I've ever seen in youth basketball, at, especially at the young ages, is until the last two minutes, a shooting foul is one point and the ball out of bounds. I like so that. no just free throws. Okay. So you just get a point, ball out of bounds. You get the ball out of bounds. So That's one point, good. ball out of bounds. It just keeps it moving. Um, because otherwise, if, if you stop clock, it, it never ends. It yeah. never ends. And you can't have fourth graders shooting 35 free throws. Oh, they're ter- and, they're, and they're terrible at them as well. Of course. That's, that's yeah. the other thing. Did Be- you hear what Bob did, what Coach Carpenter did? What did he do? Uh, a player said, uh, Coach, why don't we do, uh, if I miss a free throw, then we got to oh. run gassers. They, well, they said, this is one of the what? kids. One of the kids, First of all, I've been on about boxing out because it's just yeah. been atrocious. Like Defense doesn't end until you get the ball, guys. That's what that's one of right. our coach told us. But we had one of the guy, kids on our team, and we're bad at the free throw line. We're, yeah. we're I think we were 12 and four. We're pretty good. We yeah. shoot about 13% from the floor. We get a <laughs> lot of good shots, a lot of good shots, miss a lot of open layups. It's yeah. pretty impressive. Um, so you can imagine what the free throws look like. And one of our guys suggested to us, he goes, hey, 
Coach, I saw this in this movie where they shoot the free throws, and if you miss, you have to run. I go, you want to do that? He's like, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm like, okay. So at the end, Careful. we shot, and they went. We had two guys. One guy went there. The other guy was out. We went three of eight. And so yeah. they had to run five suicides you know, down go. and back. And I'm like, all right, if you want to do the conditioning, because this is what it was, <laughs> our coach. And then I'm like, who wants to shoot? They're all putting their hand up. Like, so you want to be responsible for your yeah. team running. That's what we're That's doing. That's right. Yeah. I always make them uh, like three or four times during practice. Like I surprise them with free throws, and mm. they have to make a certain percentage in order to not run. Yes. So like we'll just be in the middle of the drill, and I'll say get on the line, and they'll have to make. There's eighteen. You know, there's nine of them, two free throws apiece. Sometimes I'll go one on one. Say, all right, we got to make ten. We got to make eleven, or else you're running. Do they have this the the desire? I'm sure they do. For watching Steph Curry and you know basketball the, the, to shoot a massive amount of threes. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, the thing I did with that is like, okay, and I did this at the beginning of the year, I, I would say, and I, every once in a while, if somebody wants to challenge it, they can. I'll say, all right, you get five shots yeah. from the five spots on the court. If you make more than 50%, you can shoot them in the games. If you don't, you can't. And none of them can make 13. Oh, of course. That's why, 25. <laughs> like, that's why I did the same thing. I said, put center for failure. Right, you see, if, you can, if yeah. you can do it, then cool, you can shoot them, but none of them can. We had them do... Uh, I would do a minute and they do alternating like layups on each side. Then we do a minute. They do kind of elbows. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, you guys want to go shoot the three. You, I'll let you pick one spot. You get a minute. If anyone can make five or more in the course of a minute, unguarded, uncontested, by of course. the way, yeah. then we're probably there. Cause you're probably shooting 15. So we're about the 30%, 33%. Yep. And it's amazing. Like their perception of how good they think they are in their mind Correct. versus yeah. what they're actually Rainmaker. watching. It kind of it does. It reminds me of a long came Polly. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And that's what you see. Yeah, that is. I that's mean, that's, that's tremendous stuff. Um, so I've, I've been trying to watch new TV shows. I've told you I'm into true detective. Uh, it's yeah. Fourth season. It's more, I would categorize it as more of like a horror, um, show than like yeah. a detective show. And that's been fine. I'm really into Fargo though. The TV show. I had oh, never boy. watched, I had never watched the, the TV show. Meredith just watched the movie for the first time. Oh really? Yeah, and um, so she really enjoyed it. Then we just picked up the TV show in like the last couple of weeks, and that's—I don't know how I've gone this long without watching that. It's funny you say that. So um, I couldn't do this True Detective. I uh, just this time of year I can't lock into All Darkness. Yeah, like that just seems <laughs> like too heavy. Already. It's so much already. Like I can't. I need a little bit of a little bit of sunlight. So um, I had watched season one of Fargo years ago and really liked it. Um, and then we had just started season five. Um, I was looking for something and we started that and we're like five episodes in and it's tremendous. It's great. Tremendous. Yeah. So I don't know. There's so much though, guys. Like, how do you, I gotta, I try to keep a list. Like, I, I want to watch the, the World War II, uh, pilot thing Masters that's on Air. Masters of the Air. I got to watch that on Apple. So I got like several shows on Apple. So I'm waiting. Once I finish Fargo, then I'll get into the Apple shows and uh, there's a bunch of those I got to power through, but, uh, it, there's, it's over, sensory overload. There's too much stuff. Like, you, I can't. I can't keep up on all of it. So you have to, one of my rules is, are there multiple seasons? Cause I, I don't want it to be like six hours. Yeah. yeah. I'd like it to be something I look forward to over the course of a month. So like, are there multiple seasons of this? If there are and it's been greenlit, then I'll give it a run. So uh, we did that. Jack Reacher is another good one. If you have that's good. That, that's but, Amazon, right? Yeah. It's Amazon. Okay. It's, it's phenomenal. And you can, there's a couple dicey scenes, but I mean, you could probably watch that with your older boys. I mean, it's really not too much strong sexual content, a little bit of language, but the violence is fantastic. I hit him with uh we were watching <laughs> we were watching the the latest Bond one where you know Bond has a little bit of a kind of a Bond sex scene and my yeah. wife goes, but what are you doing? And Pate Pate was there, NBC, and I said, I go, let the boy watch. <laughs> so he's twelve. So he's, he's a, seen it. He's a sixth, Come on. he's sixth grader then? Yeah. 
So one of the great things, we're trying to find out what to watch this Sunday. Yeah. And I, I watched Oppenheimer on Saturday night. One of the nice pick me up there, you know, f- see how that went. Yeah, right. I was you. trying to, I maybe overconsumed. and I was trying to maybe watch the end again, which for some reason on Amazon, they wouldn't let me do it, even though I paid you know, oh, six nice. bucks to watch it. And I stumbled in beside, right there was Tropic Thunder. And I haven't seen Tropic uh-huh. Thunder in about a decade. Yeah. And I, I sat there with my oldest son and watched Tropic Thunder. I actually watched it twice because he watched the end and then the beginning and we just yeah. finished it out. But he, I'll tell you, when you get to watch that probably in a year or two with NBC, yeah. you can't let the blonde be around because she'll no, find it inappropriate. Yeah. But it's, it'll be truly amazing. The stuff that he will laugh at yeah. will be awesome. Yeah, there's you run into those now, right? So we've done like the R rated, we did Die Hard, we've done uh, Commando, we've done for, uh, Rambo. So he's done he's done those R rated like legendary action ones, and then the next step is going to be the R rated comedies. Like that's where I'm headed yes. next. And that, yes, I do suppose it's odd that I'm choosing to show him the violence before the comedy because <laughs> the comedies, the, the situations are so much. more I like awkward. how Bob just throws in there like yeah, not too yeah. much sexual you know content, right? Um, yeah, words okay, but the violence is great. Like, all, you cover all, the, all the violence, violence yeah. you want. Yeah. We love the violence. <laughs> So explaining Robert Downey's character, though, to my son from Tropic yes. Thunder was that's a, that's a full, I, As you were going through that, I'm thinking that's going to take, you're going to have to hit a pause and say, so, RJ, this is what this was all about in this moment. Yeah. And then watch, but then watching Cruz in there, he's like, that's the guy from Top Gun. I'm like, yeah. Very different character in this, obviously. Slightly. Yeah, very much so. It's a dude playing a dude yeah, playing another dude. It. Uncle, always appreciate the time. Uh, have a great show today. We'll check in again next week, all right? All right, boys. Be well. There I'll you see you. Uncle Bo with us every single Tuesday at this time. Going to reveal our fan poll next. Morning Juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and a good Tuesday morning to you. You're still watching some slight delays on I-70 eastbound just beyond Wilson Road because of a crash from earlier this morning that has cleared up but still has some lingering backups associated with it. So again, I-70 eastbound. If you're coming in from the west side, don't be surprised if things are a little bit slow moving. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Stuggerwald. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Just a couple of dudes being guys. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. You're listening to Morning Juice. Hey, want to hit quick on the cost for game-changing windows for your home. You Columbus homeowners voted Pella the leading and most trusted window brand in town. People choose Pella because they're the best, obviously, but a lot of people ask, well, is it pricier for the best? And here's the truth about it. Pella, they now have five window product lines for the $300,000 to the $3 million home. They've got you covered everywhere in all the lines. No surprise at all. They're still Pella-level awesome. So check out the local team here at PellaColumbus.com. So you're pretty um, hooked up on you know everything. Hooked on phonics? Yeah, Apple, right? I mean, you got some AirPods, you got the phone, you got I the have, watch. I made a commitment when I got my first iPhone, which was much later than many people. Probably wasn't until 20... I'll tell you when it was. It was 2015. It was after the National Championship game. Because I was with Rothman when my flip, flo- flip phone broke in the airport. It was like... I was like holding it together. Like one of those Nokia bricks? Those don't break. Well, this was the flip. It is. That's what it was. I had it way longer than I should have. My seventh grade son, they're actually t- talking about, or seven-year-old son, bringing in artifacts from their family. And I was trying to get them to bring <laughs> this old phone in. They're talking like family historical stuff. And I'm like, 
I guarantee you none of the kids have seen anything like this. I found it. It was in my nightstand. I couldn't part with it. It was my last flip phone. You used yes. to talk on the phone with this? How did exactly. you used to text without a keyboard? Well, it would flip open. It was one of the flip, flip ones in half. But yes, I'm all Apple. I have the AirPods, the phone, the Mac. They all communicate. They're conspiring against me. And one day, they'll probably Are you gonna- my toaster to kill me. <laughs> Are you going to plug yourself into the Matrix and get that vision? Elon the Musk. Vision, the Vision yeah, Plus. Yeah, i get the Elon Musk No, chip. have you seen the gog- like the ski goggles that they've released? That's how it starts. Then I they know. just glue to themselves to your face. I you saw a video the other day. Some dude driving a Tesla truck wearing the Apple Vision Plus. That sounds Just perfect. down the highway going 80 yeah. miles an hour. Like, That's that right. seems like it's distracting. I told you. We need, what is it called? The Enhanced Olympics? Oh, yeah. That's the only way that we're going to be able to fight off the machines. That will unite the, the humans of all races and creeds against a common enemy of the machines. Our time is about done here. So in the fourth era of the age of men. That's it. the age of machines. Yeah, no. We're taking over. We're on a fast track, I feel like, for AI takeover. It's the only way you'll be able to have peace in the Middle East is when the robots come to just take it from everybody. Then people will actually fight back together. The enemy, my enemy is my friend now. I just see... So many videos online. I watched iRobot. I, mean, I, I, I know how it ends. I know how every like AI technology takeover movie ends. And I don't know why we're f- continuing to flirt with that. By the way, Rick Astley. Yeah. How old did I say he was today, Shark? 60? Right. He's 60-something. I think 64. Yeah. Six, no, 58. Axel Rose was 62, That's four right. years older than him. I mean, we had some bangers today. We did. We did have some bangers today. Well, Jay Giles' band, Centerfold, was dropped. What was before that? Um, oh, My Girl. That's Temptations right. hit number one in 65. It's very good. I just think of this as being Rickrolled. This is the only thing that pops into my mind when I hear Rick Astley. Oh, yeah. The video is awesome, too, by well, the way. It's just him just up him there. Like just, dance, yeah. Yeah. Snapping his fingers. Just moving dancing around. around. I love him. Very entertaining. Shark, where do you put Rick Astley on your uh, top five favorite artists? Top five? <laughs> yeah. I doubt if it's top 105, Bean. No? Not getting there? Yeah, it's a little too, a little too pop-ish for me. Where do we put the new Billy Joel song? How many more times did you I listen to the new? I that. Did I you see, watch it? Yeah. Did you listen to it? I, I did like it. I thought it was pretty yeah, good. I liked it. I mean, it's been 30 years since he released 30 plus, I think. 1993. Was that the Down Easter Alexa was his yeah, last? It was on that album, but the last thing he ever wrote was a song titled This is the last This is the last song I'll write or something. I Liar. mean something right in your face. The last song I'll sing or something like that. Anyway, yeah, 31 years. Good and it, what happened was a producer who worshipped Billy Joel said did you ever record anything that you didn't use? He said, oh, yeah, I got it. Well, send me some demo tapes. Send me and some demo. Like he's trying and, to get a deal. Yeah, and he sent send him. Send demos. So Billy sent them to him. Do you think he sent them in VHS form or uh, cassette form? <laughs> and, and Eight tracks. The producer said, man, you got to put this out there. People would love to hear this. And Billy was like, ah, I don't. And the guy said, don't worry about it. Leave it to me. I'll produce it for you. And Billy was like, all right. So he didn't even rewrite it. This was a song that was still... This was a song that he had sung, not sung publicly or on an album, yeah. but that he had written I was under the ago. guise that it was a new song. I thought he re- yeah. It's a newly released new song. Yeah. <laughs> Billy's been singing it for years. Billy's that's been a- singing this sucker since 1980. That's amazing. What about this song? This is one of my favorites. Who's having a birthday? Axel, Axel Rose. Axel, how old's Axel? 62. 
AJ's axle is only six now. <laughs> I was going to ask that. But Hendrix turned 11, I believe. Yes. His, old, his oldest son. I love it. They just named their kids after Lennon, yeah. Axel, um, Vetter, uh, or Lennon, Hendrix, Ax- Vetter, Axel. Lennon as in Vladimir or John? Either. AJ's a huge. How do you spell it? I N or Like John. Axel spelled like Axel, too. Without the E, but he was he was trying. AJ goes when I had Vetter, I was playing for the Bengals and trying to explain to the guys in Cincinnati who Eddie Vetter was. That's terrible. He goes, I was in like my tenth year, or eleventh year, so trying to explain. To and them he who, said, at that time, it's time to hang him up. Yeah, like, these guys even had a clue who Pearl Jam, Eddie Vetter. That was like way outside of their consciousness. Our daily fan poll is sponsored by ER Auto Care, Masters of Our Craft. Today's fan poll at 971thefan.com or on Twitter at 971thefan. What is your confidence level that Ohio State Hoops will snap their four-game losing streak tonight versus Indiana? Shark said take this to the bank. Shark, if we come in tomorrow and the Buckeyes lose, I'm going to yell at you for three straight hours. Wait a second. What if we come in and they have won? Then we're going to give you your applause. Are you going to give me credit? Yes. Either you will get the credit. Or you will get the blame. I might call in sick. Depending on the outcome of the game? Yes. Very confident, somewhat confident, doubtful, no confidence at all. I want to say very confident. I'm going with you. We're staking our reputation of the show on you. It's at home. I'm going to go somewhat confident. I If it wasn't for Shark this morning, it would be no about, confidence at all. The, what about the option there, Shark? I wish I was more confident. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, by the way, 60% of the votes say no confidence. Oh, so don't say that. 60%? 2% say very confident. Shark voted for himself. Uh, we're at 92% of the vote, either doubtful or no confidence. That's, that's awful. That's where we're at. General had so much fun today. What do you say we do it again tomorrow on a big Wednesday if they allow us? You good with that? Let's do it. Everybody have a great day. Uncle Bo and the boys are up next. We're back live tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. to break everything down. Have a good one. Talk to you then. Morning juice right here on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Atlas Butler Plumbing Services Traffic Center. Hey there, and a good Tuesday morning to you. We are still watching some slowdowns on I-70 eastbound just beyond Wilson Road because of a crash from earlier this morning that has cleared up but still is a little bit slow moving in that area. The rest of your central Ohio roadways looking nice and clear. In the 10TV Traffic Center, I'm Amy Steigerwald. It's a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by ESPN Bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make sure you're ready for this betting line. Ohio State Oops opens up a five-and-a-half point favorite tonight over Indiana. Minus 250 on the money line. Both teams desperate at 13-9. and nine. Ohio State has won one of their last eight games. Indiana, not much better. One of their last five. Last time out, Indiana lost at home to Penn State as a seven-point favorite. For your ESPN Bet action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The Fan.
Good morning, I'm Eric Reese, sir. Despite reports Monday of Ohio State's offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien taking the vacant Boston College head coaching job, ESPN's Pete Thamel says BC will conduct formal interviews today. A decision is not expected until later this week. O'Brien was named OSUOC back on January 19th. In college hoops last night, unranked Kansas State knocked off number four Kansas 75 to 70 in overtime. As for Ohio State, Buckeyes look to halt their four game slide tonight, hosting Indiana at 7 p.m. We'll have fan pregame coverage at 6. Ohio State's 13 and 9 overall, 3 and 8 in conference play. They'll return to the shot on Saturday, hosting Maryland. As for the Ohio State women's squad, Buckeyes are up to five in the most recent AP Top 25 poll, thanks in part to their win this past Sunday over then number 10 Indiana at the shot. OSU's at Minnesota on Thursday. This update sponsored by Dr. Mark Levy. If you're snoring and not sleeping, give Dr. Mark Levy a call at 1-800-MORE-SLEEP or visit him online at sleepbettercolumbus.com. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.